0: Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: <laughs> I love some breaking news right off the top of the show. And you may be, if you're just kind of tuning in, where's John? Where's J Mo? and uh well JMO still here the John Morris show but we do have some changes to announce I was at uh I was in Southern California uh last week for Cowboys training camp and we really didn't get to uh give this the full treatment the full attention but over time I think everybody will kind of figure this out but the uh the big news today is uh our show is expanding back to three hours back to the way it was for many years and then during the pandemic when i took over it was a three-hour extravaganza and then one day i was riding my bike and i went into a ditch and i broke my neck and uh i lived to tell about it and so at first, I did like an hour a day, and then I went to two hours a day. I enjoyed that. I really did enjoy that. But I knew someday we would go back to the original plan, which is three hours. The afternoon show is a three-hour extravaganza. This is the exact same timing that I had for all my years in Dallas, a so 103.3. I had a 10-year run uh, on the Dallas ESPN affiliate, and it was three to six. And so the Matt Mosley show, now 3 to 6. John Morris' show will start at 2 o'clock. Now, John, as I recall it, John used to be at 2. So, I mean, he's – I don't think – I hope John is not frustrated by all this, but John rarely gets frustrated. He'll embrace it because that's just who he is. Um, He's not like me. He's not always kind of looking for trouble. Uh, I tend to kind of look around – Looking to see what kind of fight I could get into. John is the opposite of that. Uh, But I do hope John is pleased. And I know that you'll be listening at 2 o'clock every day to the John Morris Show. So John and I will be on from 2 to 6 every day. I'll have a cast of characters stopping by. uh, Aaron will still be with both of us. And then at noon, of course, we have that press box show. The Press Box. John Carroll... Ward the whole gang, Stephanie, of course, and um, Aaron, I mean, I don't guess you and I have made the three hour ride at least on a permanent basis before. Um, how are you feeling about things? I mean, you now have let's see what your schedule looks like you're you're on the air producing and doing your thing at noon. You're off the air for I guess an hour then you're back on the air from 2 to 6. Aaron, has this interrupted your sleep cycle at all? Are you getting your day started a little bit earlier than, than normal due to this new shift?
2: Well, yeah. I have to be here two hours earlier, so <laughs> kind of have to adjust my schedule. But it uh, looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty good, actually. I like it.
1: Yeah. Are you going, are you readjusting, are you going to bed a little earlier? Are you still keeping the vampire hours, or do you find yourself drifting off, maybe around midnight, like like normal human beings? No,
2: <laughs> nope, still uh, still same bedtime.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron's still uh, still burning the midnight oil, watching shows. Whatever what it was you said one time, Aaron, you told me you were you were something about your, oh, your algorithms. You're checking all your stuff late into the evening. And um, I've got to find a new show, by the way, The Bear. I've, I've, I've got to watch my final episode tonight of season two, and it'll be a while before the next. Um, and so anybody out there that has suggestions on what I should be watching, let me know. I watch a lot of stuff. Murder in the Building is one Uh, my wife uh, uh, enjoys. We watch it together. Uh, We're in Season 2 of that. That's kind of fun. That's on Hulu. Aaron, I think I've tried to at least get you going on that. I don't think you've started yet, but uh, it's something I wanted to at least put on your radar. Um, We got a big power pack show for the 3 o'clock hour. Aaron, it is funny how 3 o'clock changes like your whole day i didn't think it'd be that big of a deal and then my whole afternoon i'm just kind of like wait what do we do? I, I mean I've, you just have to change your approach to everything now aaron there was a big announcement that went on uh at brazos parking put out a big announcement today and our friend george's who for many years they were a huge part of the whole pregame um, uh, area out there at uh, the new uh, stadium and, of course, the old stadium. Uh, the announcement went out today that George's is making a comeback. Now, again, I, I want to encourage you to come see us at that Office of Baylor alumni tent. In fact, we got this gorgeous new stage and desk that we'll be doing our show. So, you know, go see whoever you need to see. But at some point, like the early shift, I want you to come hang out with us a little bit. And then come see me over there in that alumni. And, of course, you can kind of hang out there. They've got food. And they open. They get that thing rolling about four hours before games. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And then we get our show going four hours before games. But, Aaron, I thought that was fun. For um, for our old friends at George's to come <clears throat> roaring back into place at McLean. And I've got a longtime buddy who happens to be one of the owners of George's, Kyle Citrano, And uh, Kyle's going to join us at 320 to talk about that big, the comeback. Don't call it a comeback that they're making over at, um, over with George's. So that's kind of, that's kind of fun. Um, and, uh, and again, big news today, we are expanding our show three to six. Now we'll do some fun stuff. Aaron, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, and we, this is open to change, but I kind of like the symmetry of doing some like NFL news and nuggets at 3:40. All right. Because we have huge NFL news right now. Now, Aaron, I also thought about calling it like NFL blitz. You like that, Aaron? NFL Blitz. I do. Okay, um, and doing that at three forty, and then at four forty, Campus Confidential, where Aaron comes rolling through with a bunch of in you know uh, news, and then five o'clock hour, who knows? We may have some more NFL news, but uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like that three forty NFL news nuggets followed by at four forty Campus Confidential which is all about college athletics. Now, Aaron, are you sensing movement on the Arizona front? Colorado has already voted. We've welcomed them in to the Big 12. I mean, I don't know. There may be more formal things to do. Aaron, since I was at camp last week, do you think imminent Broadcasting would be up for... Having us on the scene this week from Colorado, like just later this week, like Wednesday through Friday, to go celebrate the return of the buffaloes, do you like our chances of getting out there, Aaron? No <laughs> 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 let me know how
2: the call goes, so I do I do want to hear don't what you think he that'd
1: says. be smart though to go out there and get some Colorado officials on now I got to ask again, I want to have. I'm really wanting to have Mac on, um, and I need to kind of press the point there. I need to get Mac on, and but Aaron, it does really feel like now again. I love that like outkick the cover. Uh, what's it called? Outkick, which is more of like a political side or whatever. They're now like quoting somebody named. I mean, have you noticed that, Aaron? Like all these folks, that just kind of throw a bunch of crazy stuff out there, and occasionally they seem to be right about a couple things. Like they're now being quoted by fairly well-known sites, and this one guy—is it Sheer, or Swain, or somebody? You know, what I'm talking about Aaron, or maybe it's Shear. And, and and like there are people quoting him. Like, oh, he's got Arizona, Aaron. We're gonna be above that, all right? We're not gonna, we're not gonna quote the just random sites that just pop out of nowhere. But I it does feel like from people that we trust that Arizona is picking up steam by the day. Aaron, I don't know if the Pac-12 uh, survives losing Colorado and Arizona. I think they're in a free fall. And and I don't I'm not one of these that takes a particular pride in that. I know how it felt when we didn't know what was going to happen with the Big 12. So it's not like I'm like, "Oh, laugh, you know, they're going to be out of existence." Now, the way they were kind of haughty about it, there might be some karma things involved. Aaron, do you do you sense that by the end of this week the old Wildcats could join us? in the expanded Big 12, and the Wildcats and the Buffs could be a part of this thing?
2: I I think it's going to happen. There's uh, Stuart Mandel. I think, just reported that the Pac-12 will meet tomorrow, and Clive Kauf is finally going to present numbers to them. The two, <laughs> two accounts that I follow that have been pretty good as far as all this, uh, both said not expecting anything close to what would be considered good numbers. They, they can't figure out who the linear partner would be. And if not, they don't have one, obviously, it'd be all streaming. And it just doesn't look like it's going to be anywhere in the ballpark of where the Big 12 is. So, I th- yeah, I think Arizona – I don't know if it'll happen this week, but I think Arizona will be in the Big 12. Man,
1: does that excite our audience? I mean, Arizona – Football right now may not have quite as much juice as Dion, but Aaron, do you know the head coach over there? I think his name's like Jed Fish or something. I still, Aaron, when I'm getting on Twitter, I have a hard time finding it because it's that X now. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: it takes some getting used to. <laughs> it's
1: called the X. Oh man, I love the old X. The it's called X now. Now, but Aaron, on the on the. On the Arizona front, this is from Pete Dammel earlier today. Huge commitment for Arizona. And you know what I think, Aaron, when I see that? I think hoops. I think, well, is it? are they still getting guys? What's going on? I think hoops. But, no, it's football. It says, now has the top offensive and defensive player in the state for 2024. ESPN 300 quarterback Williams... That's Damon Williams Jr. ends up at Arizona after flipping from Ole Miss. I mean, Aaron, does that kind of get you going a little bit? <laughs> I mean, thinking about Arizona, they're closing kids, they're getting kids out there. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. And, um, Aaron, were you more excited about Arizona? or Colorado, let's say they get them both, and and let's expand it to our people, God, I love, I'd love to start taking some more calls, I've got more hours now, Aaron, we've got more hours, three to six, we've got three hours, let's just encourage our people to call in, and we can't always throw them on, but a lot of times if you call in, Aaron's a good multitasker, and you got a little good take, we'll throw you on the air, okay, we like. we also like your text messages. That's uh, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. Aaron, 1660, that's AM. That's that's our call letters, all right? So that's helpful for people. That's how we keep this straight, 254-662-1660. Um, Aaron, let me go back to you, though. Do you – are you more – would you be more excited by the arrival of Arizona, knowing how great its basketball program has been and how much juice they would bring in the basketball area, or are you still more excited about the buffs and Dion and his portal carnival
2: <laughs> i Before they hired Dion, I was more excited about Arizona and bringing another possibly bringing another Basketball powerhouse to the Big Twelve, just the matchups with Baylor and Houston and Kansas. But with Dion running the show, I I'm ready to see Colorado football. I wanna I wanna see how much they've improved and how much they keep improving. It should be fun. Hey,
1: these are fun trips. I mean we go to Orlando this year. I mean I kinda like Cincinnati, underrated city. Uh some road trips, get a Colorado road trip in. Man, some of my buddies made that road trip. Some of us had to stay behind and play in a flag football tournament. But all those years ago, Aaron, they went out to Colorado, and the Bears won that game, 1991. I know you remember it, Aaron, defending national champion Colorado Buffaloes. Bears go out and win. One of the great sounds I've ever heard in my life, and I could hear it through the TV screen. I think we were out there at J.T. McCord's eating some cheeseburgers, watching the game. And we heard that ultrasonic sound, ba-boom, ba-boom. And that was the sound of the block of Santana Dotson blocking the kick, which ensured the win for the Bears. And then that that spurred the the T-shirt, Aaron. I had one. I don't know if you ever got one, Aaron. On the back, it said, we kicked buff. (laughs) We kicked buff. And it had the score, I think, on the front. And the score was, hmm, anybody remember that? I, mean, I guess we could look that up. I'll give you a couple of uh, free sandwiches. First person that that uh, at Schmaltz's, our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. We'll just do it on Monday. Who the heck cares? We'll do it on Monday. Uh, if you could give me the score of that game and then – Give me the kicker for the Bears that made the huge kick late in that game. I want the score, and I want the kicker. First, first to have it uh, at 254 662 we'll get you two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Schmaltz's. one of my favorite sandwich shops in America. All right, Aaron, it is time for our first guest. And now that we have a 3 o'clock hour in the show, Our first ever guest on the 3 o'clock hour is someone that has a very exciting announcement to make. He's part of a huge restaurant family in the greater Waco area. He joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at
3: CentexSportsFan.com.
7: The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new Go and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. See dealer for financing details you're listening to espn central texas
3: live from the allen samuel studios
8: for over 30 years you've counted on the family of diamore fine jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable diamore specializes in full custom designs including custom cad renderings 3d wax printing and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for
9: choosing D.M.R.A. Fine Jewelers.
10: Hey, this is Stephanie.
9: And this is Ward with the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Come join our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, as they broadcast live at Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco Saturday, August 5th.
9: Enjoy free food from Max Fry House and enter to win prizes.
10: And tour their three new model homes and learn how you can build on your land.
9: They offer easy buy financing. So
10: stop by Saturday, August 5th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Shooter will be on site 12 noon to 2 p.m.
9: Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco at 6146 North State Highway 6. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675- 8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net.
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central
1: Texas. Mosley, the 3 o'clock hour. This is uh, fun times. Back uh, the expanded version and uh, this is also fun. Kyle Citrano joining us as we speak and uh Kyle I thought immediately of you saw a big announcement go up today and uh George's I've always thought man that'd be so much fun to have George's out there and uh back out at uh McLean and in the whole environment and lo and behold I see some breaking news on Twitter today um Kyle I mean this must have been some intense negotiations but I, I wanted to be the first uh local outlet to have you on and uh but congratulations. I'm glad uh I'm glad you will be back in the pregame mix at these Baylor games. And I know I know the Citrano family has to be pretty excited about this.
11: We are, we are, we're excited to be back. It's uh it's been what, twenty twenty, I guess, COVID year when everything kinda went away. And uh and you know, we just Every every year, every season, in the last couple of years, it's are you guys coming back? Are you guys coming back? Are you? Uh, is there going to be a, a Georgia's Party Zone again? And, um, it just it really wasn't the right time. It, it wasn't there, and you know I, na- I think uh, it just the demand kept building and building, and uh, we decided the time was right. Uh, Brad's Parking came out and uh, asked us to to come back, and so uh, we're excited to be back out there and uh, and and provide a, a good experience for everybody on game day.
1: I would hope me railing against everybody on the air really broke the dam on this, Kyle. I probably not, probably didn't help that much. But I, I think, uh, I think, I think it'll be fun. Now, where is it going to be? Kind of like I'm trying to remember when they opened the stadium. Exactly where where things were. Um, what's the What's the setup going to going to look like? And will it kind of look like uh, the old setup or? And uh, where will people find you? Kind of in a very similar spot to to where you used to be. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll be we'll be directly next to our old location. So uh,
11: we used to have uh, we're right there at the front of Brazos Parking, which is right there off MLK across from the parking lot of the stadium. Uh, we'll have a tent set up over there just like we had previously. It'll just be a little bit smaller size. Um so uh I think if you could remember before you had the the tent the party zone you had kind of a food area you had a uh, an area where alcohol and drinks were served and then you kind of had some open space and,
12: and yeah.
11: seating areas so uh, along the same lines we're going to combine uh both the tent that we serve alcohol out of and food um so you can kind of get a one-stop shop when you walk through there um and so that that area will be there that will it, it won't have as big a footprint as we used to have um, but yeah. we feel like this is the this is the right fit for us um, and, and the right fit for the customers out there for sure. We're still going to be selling cold beer. We're still going to be selling liquor drinks. We're still going to sell crazy wings and brisket tacos and burgers. So um, it'll still feel the same. We're going to have TVs. We're going to have uh, music. All 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 the game day experiences that people have known and loved with the party zone since uh, I guess the days of the Big Twelve
12: forming.
1: Now, what about those eleven a.m. Games is that going to be? Will there be? Will you bring any sort of breakfast tacos out, or what, what are we thinking for that? Because it seems like they give us a lot of these eleven a.m. games. Do you do you take any <laughs> different approach to those? <laughs> that, I mean, it is a little early in the day to have folks, you know, pounding them. But I mean, that's part of the pregame experience for some folks.
11: No, it is. It is part of the pregame experience, and that's what's that's what's fun about it. You know, yes, you have eleven a.m. games, so. Uh, you definitely need more orange juice and uh, and and vodka for those days, probably. <laughs> but uh, but at the same time, breakfast tacos, those kind of things. Will, it, it makes it a, a a different experience for those types of mornings. And so we'll still be open three hours before game day. So uh, if you want to come in and get started early, we definitely will. And and I'm sure we'll have uh, some fun items on those days that you may have to be a little bit uh, early risers. Um, but uh, no, we're just we're excited and. You know, no better time as the Big Twelve starts to expand. You know, we felt like it's probably best we expand ourselves and come back out there again and uh, and, and be a part of the excitement that is uh, Baylor football games.
1: I liked it. George is part of the uh, realignment. Uh, yeah, part, part of the, of the realignment. That's right. <laughs> kind of like we're not
11: that. Fort, uh, we're not the 14th te- team or the 16th team, but uh, uh-huh. but uh, we'll be a part of the experience for sure.
1: Well, when folks come to visit for the first time in in our stadium, I mean that's kind of cool. They need to have the full on George's experience. Now, Kyle, pardon me if I don't tell folks to go over to the Baylor alumni kickoff show that I'll be doing four hours before games, and then you can kind of you can kind of do both, right? You come see me for a little while, and then wander over there across MLK and see what the George's tent is up to. Are you cool with that? kind of sharing Absolutely. sharing the people.
11: Absolutely. That's that's the whole point. That's you know, that's the beauty of tailgating. You're supposed to meander around and see your friends and, and check out everybody. And I think uh it allows whether it's somebody who's got a tailgate they've been doing for years at their own and they want to kind of get away and go check out everything, they can. If it's people that are coming from out of town, um, you know, then they don't have to bring all the stuff to go set up and tailgate. They can just come right to the party zone and get go on without having to worry about the cleanup and the setup.
1: All right, well, uh, Kyle Satrano joining us from George's. How are the, uh, How's everything going with the, the, your restaurants? I mean, y'all are always up to something and rolling out new things on the menu. George's, George's too out there in Hewitt. Uh, how's everything been going on that front? Just uh, busy as ever?
11: Busy, doing well, having a good summer, and uh, just getting ready for school season to start back up. Football season, everybody's excited for that. Um, I think the biggest thing, and if you've read the newspaper recently, is that we are expanding and doing another location. Uh, we will be opening up a, uh, a new restaurant in Waco uh, in the spring. I, I don't, I can't tell you April, May, but hopefully the end of the spring next year, um, we will be opening up a, a new business. It's going to be called Jorge's Cantina. Um, it's going to be right there on Franklin Drive across from Cheddar's in the old El Paso Mets building, which was – Uh, Originally, Tony Roma's and then Buffalo Wild Wings, Um, we've owned that building for quite a while, and uh, it just became the right time to do something with it, and so we've uh, developed a new concept that I think is going to really excite people. We'll hopefully start construction here next month, and uh, it's going to take a process. We're going to add about 5,000 square feet to that building. We'll seat about 400, 400 people. It'll be bigger than both of our locations that we currently have. Um, and it's going to be a brand new menu, brand new layout, brand new everything, but still the same Georgia's fun, uh still the same Georgia's value, still the same Georgia's service um, and hospitality. Uh, we're just going to do something uh, a little bit different.
1: Will the Big O uh, make its way over there or will, you, will it be called something else? Obviously, it's uh, something you all been known for worldwide any uh any kind of new spin on the big o what are we calling or ha- can you release that news the the
11: big o will travel yes we will have a big o on the menu <laughs> we will have we will have crazy wings uh we will have uh, a, a, our version of a chicken fried steak let me say that uh, a little bit of a new spin on a chicken fried steak there um and uh and a few other things here and there but yeah for the most part a completely new and uh, amazing menu uh, that we're really excited to showcase. We've been going through. I just got through making our new bread pudding, uh, that will be on the menu there, and that'll be a shared menu item as well. We have it here that we're running at the restaurants right now. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's fun to to try something new. It's it, it's scary. It's a new experience for sure. But yeah. um, but it's 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 really it's been fun to kind of stretch our wings and and uh, and take the experiences that we've had over the last you know I guess. For me, it's been the last 12 years, but really uh, we've had Georgia since 93, and so the experiences that we've had there and what we've seen in the restaurant business and apply it something new and uh, and really make something that's fun for the people of Waco and, and the people that are coming in to visit as well.
1: All right, and uh, Kyle, by the way, you mentioned Colorado, perhaps Arizona coming to the conference. Uh, uh, as a Big 12 uh, alum yourself, does this get you kind of pumped up? Isn't it amazing where we are two years I'm sure you guys at Georgia's were thinking, man, what's this thing going to look like? I mean, what's this? What are games going to look like? Two years ago, we wondered if what kind of conference, what, how this thing was going to move forward. And now the Big Twelve, uh, it's the aggressor, and uh, and now the pack, it's the pac Nine, I guess it is, and it could be the pac Eight pretty soon. How excited are you about these uh, additions? And you remember Colorado being in the conference? I mean, it's a. Uh, it is funny to see them return what 13 years later.
11: Oh yeah, I, I it's uh I can always remember watching that uh the Buffalo running out and uh they were always fun to watch. Uh it's it's great. It's great to see the Big 12 survive not surviving but thriving. Um and uh I think it's just a testament to everybody uh in the conference stepping up and really whether it was in football or basketball uh really showcasing what the Big 12 has to offer. I think uh we might let Yormick eat at uh, Georgia's for free for what he's doing for years. Uh, for the Big 12, he's been really impressive and such a great addition for the Big 12 to have. Uh, really, like you said, going out and being the aggressor for the conference, and uh, uh, we're just excited for that. Um, yeah, if it's if it's Colorado and Arizona, then awesome. Uh, I, I, I like that area. It's, it's a good mountain time frame, so uh, I think you get that, that that TV time, which is it seems to be the most important thing here. Um, but it seems like we're set up for the right success and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, there's, a, there's a big O out there in Oregon and, uh, and Washington and I think that would be a lot of fun too. So uh, I, we'll see what happens. I, I think that uh, it's just fun to, to watch the, the, the Twitter vibes go out and see what's happening, who's saying what, who's got sources mm-hmm. upon sources. So at the end of the day, something's going to come out and surprise everybody. I'm sure.
1: Um, but uh, I'm just excited to be the one that's not getting
11: poached and the one that's going and poaching.
1: Have you seen your mark? He does not look like a man who knows his way around a crazy wing or a big O. Oh. I mean, it's an extremely thin guy, okay? He does not look like – well, I don't know how you look these days. I had not seen you in about a few months, but he does not look like me, all right? He's kind of uh, – he he's he, he could almost be described as gaunt. But I bet I, I mean I bet I bet we could get him to try a crazy wing or two. But uh, yeah, he's a crazy. he's a smaller guy.
11: Crazy wings are keto, man. They're, it's all it's all bacon and cheese and chicken. It's all good for you. It's protein. There's nothing wrong with that. You can eat healthy at George's, and we sell we sell enough we sell enough uh, low carb beer that people can be healthy here. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't pay, We're not all just fried chicken, fried steak, and all that. We got we got healthy stuff too.
1: You get a salad what about every once in a while? What about the great Troy Aikman? How I mean have you welcomed his new eight beer or are you kinda you kind of taking a wait and see approach on that?
11: We've we have carried it. Uh we brought it in when it came out and, and held it on tap for a little while here at the our number two location over here for a while. Um and it's good. I think it's a good beer. I think it's really good, good flavor. You don't get um because it's not a lot of uh oh, what is it, it's not full with uh preservatives and stuff, it's it's got a really nice clean flavor. Um, and I'm a fan of it. Uh, you, you, feel like a, you feel like a champion when you drink it, I guess. But um, we brought it in and brought it out for a little while. Um, people people obviously are uh, – are, are their beer habits and what they're drinking have been changing quite a bit lately. Um, so you just never know what people want. We just try to have as many options as we can for people so we've got the right flavor for whoever wants to come
12: in.
1: All right, all sorts of breaking news. Uh, as George's returns to the tailgate scene at Baylor University, uh, Kyle, tell your dad, I said hey, and uh, it, it, very excited to have you back out there. And I just saw that news and thought I better I better get a hold of uh, of Kyle. So, uh, man, congratulations, and this should be an exciting year. And then maybe do some stuff over at this new arena, right? I mean, I, at some point, Georgia just needs to be somehow involved in the Foster Pavilion as well. That may be for down the road, but let's keep our eye on that as well
11: absolutely yeah with the beautiful building going up we've had some conversations with some different people and you never know uh like i said we'll we'll see what the sources say on those down the road but uh we're just happy to be a part of the the game day experience again and uh, we look forward
12: to what's to come
1: all right i don't want to shock any baylor people and act like George. they'll kind of be like no baylor's going to allow that probably not in our lifetimes kyle but anyway fun to visit with you uh and uh we will talk to you soon
11: Hey, thanks so much, Mosley. Appreciate you having me.
1: Yep, there he goes, Kyle Cotrano of the Sotrano family. He and Sammy uh, and their families run George's, George's 2. And now, Aaron, how about that, Jorge's Cantina. Jorge's Cantina. Can you think where he was talking about, Aaron? Do you have that in your mind off of Franklin uh in that big bill I was just trying to think exactly where that is they're going to add an additional 5000 square feet it's going to be the biggest of the restaurants and then they'll have a little bit of everything out there Jorge's cantina I mean that's exciting as George's just continues to kind of take over uh central texas uh that's uh that's exciting okay It is our first day to open the three to six, okay, the full run. And Aaron, we're okay. We got to pace ourselves a little bit. How are you feeling, Aaron? Are you, are you okay? I mean, I this is this is uh, Is I haven't done this in a while. (laughs) I'm good. I know. I did have a thought yesterday. I thought about calling ownership. I'm like, you know, two hours was pretty good. I kind of like two. Two hours was honestly changed my okay. my mind. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the cart. I mean, we were moving down the road. What did John? How, what did John? How did John? The two o'clock hour suit him? Did he just? Is he just? Uh, is it unflappable as as ever? I mean, did he even? He probably didn't even make a big deal out of it, did he? He's just like, hey, I'm here an hour earlier. You know, here we go. We're rolling. How how is uh how is J Mo functioning today?
2: Exactly like that. Just rolling yeah. right along. He's like, "Hey, uh-huh. we're on it 2 now." So make a note. And then Matt's on from three to six. Yeah. Kind
1: of no like no uh, sounders, no breaking news sounders or anything.
2: <laughs> oh, we did actually used to. New- <laughs> no, no, no. That was on. Uh, that was on. <laughs>
1: Something else.
2: Yeah, well, it was on the noon show on the uh, press box oh, when Stephanie gotcha. said that when Stephanie was trying to th- think of the name for the things that you have on your car just in case you bump into another car, you know, bumpers. Yeah, which oh, Ward geez. helped her out with? So, Yeah, we hit the breaking news sounder on that.
1: <laughs> Man, how's Stephanie adjusting uh, to her third show that she's been a part of? Right? Is she has she embraced it.
2: She has. It's it's going great.
1: Give her time; she'll be looking for a fourth spot. She'll be <laughs> she'll be out there like, "Hey, do y'all have a one o'clock show I could try?" Nah, she's she's doing she's doing great. Always fun. We miss her in that four o'clock uh, hour, and uh, we'll, we we we'll we always keep a, a segment open for uh, Stephanie in sports. What do we call it, Aaron? What do we used to call it, Stephanie's Sports Corner. Mm-hmm. What do they call it on the press box? Feel that. Really? They stuck with it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, Aaron, let's give it a go here. All right? We're going to do a little bit of what we call our NFL Blitz. Uh, and we're going to go around the NFL and let you know what all's happening. And I just got back from Cowboys camp, so I've got a lot to report in that area. Uh, but we'll go around the NFL. We'll do that next. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas.
5: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of piers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy, or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at IneedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that
13: are sticking and cracks in your walls,
3: the Foundation Doctor will make a
14: house call. Penningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
6: What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you.
7: Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality.
3: Waco Values. Listen to the Matt Mosley show online at syntechsportsfan.com.
15: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k and more. Full-time positions offer 40 plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road. One block off I 35 in Lacey Lakeview.
1: When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner
0: I can count on.
3: games more action baseball looks different in 2023 so do the texas rangers summer is fun again in arlington make your plans to catch a game or two this season at globe life field more teams than ever are coming to face the rangers great matchups lively crowds and climate controlled comfort await you at the ballpark along with fun giveaways and city connect fridays grab your tickets at rangers.com now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas Ooh, I like this
1: it is NFL uh, news and nuggets we'll call this NFL blitz it will have all sorts of production with that but uh, you hear the music you know what time it is and it's when we talk NFL each day uh, we are now our old two hour show has become a three hour show J Mo. The John Morris show at 2. The Matt Mosley show begins at 3, ends at 6 o'clock. Aaron, at some point today, I mean, we got to get into, we got, well, there's some NFL here, but my gosh, the Rangers, what they did over the weekend, Scherzer, then they go to the Cardinals and start bringing everybody in. I mean, that's pretty exciting stuff. We got kind of a set. In fact, Aaron, let's do that at 4 o'clock. At 4:20 today, uh, I believe we have our man Curtis Quillen. and that's a that's a tough one because Curtis is Curtis is stepping away from uh, from his gig, and so we'll catch up with Curtis. That's coming up a little later in the program, and Aaron, that's when we need some somber music, right? We'll need some Boys to Men, it's so hard to say goodbye or something like that. It'll be very somber. All right, Aaron. Um, Jerry Jones was asked, is this the best chance the Cowboys have had in a long time to get back to the Super Bowl? Jerry answers, I'm reluctant to use comparatively the best chance, but I will say, he's talking about the Eagles, Giants, and Commanders, need to be on their game because we are. We are going to be on our game, and we will be improved where we were last year. Whoa. Whoa. Very, very interesting. Now, a little bit of breaking news that's coming down in our NFL blitz package that we're going to do at about 340 every day. Cowboys running back Ronald Jones. Remember him, Aaron? They brought Ronald Jones in. Has been suspended without pay for the first two games. Of the 2023 regular season for violating the NFL policy on performance enhancing substances. Jones is eligible to participate in all preseason practices and games. He'll be allowed to return to the Cowboys' active roster on September 18th, following the team's week two game versus the New York Jets. Aaron, do you think that means Ronald Jones? is not going to make this team I mean there was a shot that he wouldn't make it anyway they got yeah. they got Tony they got Dowdle they got Malik Davis they got the great Deuce Vaughn I don't know if they have room I mean I was out there for four days Aaron and I can tell you I' never thought about Ronald Jones once is Ronald Jones ensured Aaron that he is done with this team
2: yes I I, I was like you I didn't think I, I thought it There was a shot that he didn't make the final roster anyway, and now with this, I don't think there's any chance. I think they'll cut him, and and they'll bring in another running back because there's plenty of veteran free agents out there, including one that used to be a cowboy, although I don't think they'll bring him back. Uh, But there's plenty of options for them and better options than Ronald Jones. He's he's an average NFL player, but there's a reason why he's on his fourth team in like six years, I think.
1: All right, love a little breaking news during our NFL Blitz. Um, Aaron, Micah Parsons about an hour ago got his first sack of training camp via the padded portion of training camp. Of course, uh, our man Dak has his red jersey on, so he's scampering around. Maybe Dak could have gotten away from him, but, boy, Micah was back there in a hurry. Wow. Wow. I'm watching this as we speak. Turned a corner, did a little spin move, inside spin move, and it was over. Now, Jerry also had, was asked about the age-old question, why not put Jimmy Johnson, who, by the way, is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, why not put him in the ring of honor? Aaron, Jerry said, it's not about that. It's about who I'm going to put in the ring of honor. We're going to be making those announcements as we go. I've actually got a couple of coaches, in addition to Jimmy, that ought to be in that ring of honor. Aaron, I'm sorry. What? Who am I missing here? Who? Who are some other coaches being thought about?
2: Yeah, there's nobody. I mean, he, it's just him being petty, like he has been, and it just—it's just a bad look for him. He said he was going to put him in when they. Inducted him into the NFL Hall of Fame, and he's kind of walked that back, or not walked it back, but kind of ignored what he said since then. And it's a a terrible look, but Jerry Jones is used to terrible looks.
1: I'm just trying to think, like, literally who it could be. Um, Somebody had a funny deal where they put that picture of Jason Garrett up (laughs) looking out of the train. (laughs) Eric, can you imagine Jason Garrett if they made that announcement? Jason Garrett, ring of honor. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I could see if you wanted to put the the late great like Ernie Stautner, the defensive coordinator for Tom Landry's teams. I mean, I could see something like that. I mean, that would be – what if you wanted to put Norv in, part of those great Super Bowl teams the early on before he became a head coach? Norv Turner. I mean, I – I mean that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, from a head coaching perspective, what could you possibly be thinking about? That's crazy. Don't even bring don't bring up other coaches in regards to whether Jimmy can go in or not. I mean that, Aaron, that's just some of the silliest talk I've ever seen. All right, as we continue to look, Aaron, at uh, at at the first padded practice, uh, Dak drops back to pass, looks deep. Down the sideline, picked off by Malik Hooker. I'm praying this was like a bad route or almost purposeful or something. Looks like the ball, maybe Dak thought he was turning inside, because it was literally the easiest pick ever. All right. So I'm not I'm gonna for once not put this one on Dak. Also, Dak already looking for. Hooker in space. Malik, or excuse me, not Hooker, Brandon Cooks. He Ball's coming out fast, and that's one of the things they talked about the other day with the West Coast offense is the, your feet dictate where that ball goes at all times. You take that one step, ball's coming out, uh, and we're going to see that happen more and more often. Jake Ferguson's getting the ball on some of these passes. Cavante Turpin getting some, oh, Aaron. I mean, just a little while ago, Cavante Turpin, like, catching a ball along the sideline on a, on a, on a really interesting one. So, I, I find this fascinating. Once we start with camp padded practice, I like to see who's making uh, plays. Now, we've already seen wide receivers when I was out there for four days. I just got back Saturday night from Oxnard just in time for my grandmother's 100th birthday celebration. Big time, big time, Aaron. That was so cool. Two of our surviving siblings uh, made the trip. Uh, Mary Dow was there. Uncle Don. Um, Uncle Don made a comment on my weight, but that's okay. Aaron, That was, it's always fun to see one of your uncles. The first thing they say is, you know, hey, you look like you put some weight on. Well, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, Aaron, let's see here. Uh, Our man, Jalen Tolbert, making some plays out on the perimeter. I'm liking that. I am liking some of that. Wow. So, anyway, some good stuff happening out at Cowboys camp. It is uh, is the uh, NFL Blitz. And, by the way, I want to promote this at 520 today. We are going to let you hear. Ed Werder and I sat down and had a one-on-one with Stephen Jones as part of, well, both ESPN Central Texas, but also our Doomsday podcast, and we're going to let you hear that. Not all of you are podcasters or listen to podcasts, um, and I I thought that would be perfect for radio to let you hear our conversation with Stephen Jones, and uh, Stephen says some very interesting things. And, uh, and that will be good. Now, Aaron, as we look around the league, though, a little bit in our NFL Blitz, I went a little bit Cowboys heavy there. But That's okay. I don't think people ever get tired of hearing about those Dallas Cowboys. Aaron, anything stand out to you? Uh, a couple of stories out there. I know one has your eye, and that is, uh, that is Kamara, um, the big-time running back, Uh, is going to have a visit with Roger Goodell to explain his side of that arrest. What are you hearing on that front?
2: Yeah, ESPN's uh, Catherine Terrell reporting that he will meet with, that Saints running back Alvin Kamara will meet with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell regarding his potential suspension in the next couple of days. Uh, The quote from the story is, quote, I think Alvin really wants to get it's from his head coach, uh, Dennis Allen. He said, quote, I think Alvin really wants to get out ahead of this and have a chance to visit with Roger and kind of give his side of the story. And look, at the end of the day, I think part of it is, let's get some resolution with where we're at and move forward. I don't – have you seen the video?
1: huh yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, I have. I mean, it's 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 terrible. You know, him and his the, the guys he was with, his friends or whatever, they – beat that guy badly. And, yeah, uh, you know, orbital fractures, just all kinds of stuff. So I, I don't yeah. know what his side of the story is, but it was like four. <laughs> it was something about he wanted, the story was that he was trying to enter the elevator and it started from there, but it ended with him getting jumped by four guys and ended up in a hospital. And one of those was Alvin Kamara who was raining down punches on him while he was on the ground and probably unconscious. So.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a negative. Um, I, I'm with you. I mean, I don't know really. Uh, if there's any side of the story, it'll be trying to say it was self-defense or taking up for somebody in his party or something like that. But I'm, I'm totally with you on this. Aaron, on a happier note in the NFL today, how about DeMar Hamlin? How about DeMar Hamlin returning to the field? For the first time since suffering the cardiac arrest in Cincinnati on January 2nd, um, something that just rocked the sports world. We all remember it. Hamlin participated in a padded practice and just pretty amazing. Hamlin quoted afterwards saying, uh, It feels amazing, roller coaster of emotions. I was kind of all over the place, just kind of being back for the first time. But God doesn't make any mistakes. I'm on God's timing. As much as the NFL is on schedule and camp starts to stay, this is all God's timing. Uh, Hamlin um, had his parents there, agent, little brother was in attendance, watching from the sidelines as he cleared, in his estimation, a super, a quote, super big hurdle. He said, I pretty much lost my life playing this sport. So to come back and do it all over again, it's all over the place. I'm rooted in my faith. I'm rooted in the love I receive from my family, teammates, and around the world. That kept me going, and I've got goals I still want to achieve within this game. Aaron, I never thought. I mean, I, I you know, it's hard to believe he's back on the field. I, I thought that was a cool, cool story today.
2: Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome watching that video of him, you know, going out on the practice field and basically a standing ovation from everyone that was there at camp. It was pretty awesome considering just, I mean, I'm sure you felt close to the same way, how everyone felt that night that it happened and wondering if he was going to live because it was really touch and go there. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a really amazing story.
1: All right. And, um, um, this, uh, news that, uh, Zach Moss, who was working with the starting offense in the absence of Jonathan Taylor, sustained a broken arm um, in Monday's practice for the Colts and will miss roughly four to six weeks. A source has confirmed to ESPN, this according to Stephen Holder from ESPN, he took the hit during Monday's practice, immediately reacted, slamming his helmet, grabbing his right arm, uh, traded to the Colts uh, last season for the Buffalo Bills in a deal involving Naheem Hines. Didn't we hear, Aaron, what what was Hines involved with recently? We heard him, didn't we? He, had a, something? he was on a jet yeah. ski, and
2: yeah. he was just sitting, not moving, and got hit by another jet ski and was injured badly. Uh, I think he it tore up his knee, and he's going to miss this season.
1: All right, Aaron's always good on these fantasy type things for our fantasy freaks out there. <laughs> there it goes. He's got to go again. <laughs> Pod that down just a little bit. Um, while he's out of the lineup, look for third-year backup Dion Jackson and rookie Evan Hull to take the lead at running back for the Colts. All right. Moss's diagnosis, by the way, first reported by NFL Network. All right. That was our NFL Blitz. It is time. Struck 4 o'clock hour. Aaron, that's usually when we were just starting our show. <laughs> I mean, this is really interesting. Our show is now 3 to 6. We have expanded the hours. I did this for many years. I've got to work my way back up to this, but we have no choice, Aaron. I mean, here we are. Today was the day. We're rolling it out. We're going to – 4 o'clock hour, though, we're going to open with some Rangers talk. It's an extremely aggressive weekend for the Rangers, and it couldn't have happened at a better time as this pitching staff and team is leaking oil. Uh, A huge bet was placed on this lineup. We'll discuss it next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
5: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the foundation doctor and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of piers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking, and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
0: Payments for qualified buyers at 5.5% interest for 72 months with 5000 down cash or trade. TTL extra city dealer for details. Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying here easier at Richard Carr's Construction Sale Event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Ford F-150 for $376 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $205 a month. Call, log on, or get here now for easy deals during the pre-owned construction sale event going on now at Richard
15: Carr.
8: At Richard Carr, we give you more.
3: Find sports news streaming and show podcast at fan.com.
10: La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your Fiesta with the Delicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient.
16: Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Kasasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory courtesy of Genco
9: FCU.
10: My money, my future, my credit union. Hey, this is Stephanie.
9: And this is Ward with the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Come join our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, as they broadcast live at Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco, Saturday, August 5th.
9: Enjoy free food from Max Fry House and enter to win prizes.
10: And tour their three new model homes and learn how you can build on your land.
9: They offer easy buy financing. So
10: stop by Saturday, August 5th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Shooter will be on site 12 noon to 2 p.m.
9: Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco at 6146 North State Highway 6. From the Alan Samuels Dodge
3: Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV
0: Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, now 3 to 6. I like that, Aaron. I mean we're just start every hour. We're just kind of uh honoring all our folks and just jumping out there with all our great uh sponsors. Of course our uh presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Thank you, Brian Fonville. Thank you for all you do. The Nesbitt family, Joe Nesbitt. Oh man, that's a uh, that is a good crew as we start off the 4 o'clock hour, boy, we've got football coming up. And generally, again, for folks just kind of joining us and like, hey, wait, I thought Mosley's show was 4 to 6. It's now 3 to 6. John Morris show begins at 2 o'clock. The press box show, our, one of our newer offerings, is at noon. All right, so basically noon to 6, you can hear local radio, and that's good stuff. Aaron, was this one of the most momentous weekends uh, in in Rangers' history? I mean, from a trade standpoint, this is about as big as it gets. And, yeah, yeah, go ahead.
2: I don't think there's any doubt. I was blown away. I thought they would do something. And then when they made the trade for Scherzer, I was like, okay, that's a a big trade that they got a good value. And then they make the other deal with the Cardinals get two starting yeah. pitchers and a reliever and they still may not may, may not be done.
1: Yeah, and Scherzer, it was one day after expressing frustration over the Mets trading Dave David Robertson, Scherzer approves the deal. Uh where he joins the Rangers in return the Mets receive uh uh Acuna. Aaron that's uh that's Luis Angel uh Acuna. And that's the brother of the Braves, Acuna, that a lot of folks know or are, are much more familiar with. Who is that, Aaron? Ronald Acuna. Um, this, this this Acuna is a 21-years-old middle infielder and center fielder who will likely be among New York's top prospects. Aaron What was he for the Rangers' prospects? Third? Maybe the third best prospect or something like that? I don't think it's – I mean, I think it's a pretty good deal, the Rangers. And then the Mets are throwing in a ton of money in this deal. Kuna was playing for AA Frisco and was hitting .315, seven home runs, 51 RBI, 42 stolen bases, 82 games. And, of course, as I mentioned, uh, the uh, younger brother of Atlanta Braves superstar, Ronald Acuna, Jr., as part of the deal, Scherzer elects to opt in to the 2024 season with the Rangers, and Texas will pay Scherzer 22.5 million, while the Mets will cover more than $35 million of the remaining terms. Aaron, I know Scherzer has I mean he, he's been better here lately, but he's not just putting up incredible numbers, but this guy's done it at a high level. He'll be excited to be in a pennant race. Um I mean, it's it's pretty exciting. I, I just uh, Rangers obviously are sputtering on offense; they're not getting it done. And pitching right now, Evaldi's been out. Dane Dunning's not pitching as well as he has. I mean, it's just putting too much pressure, and each pressure, each pitcher is you know one after another is putting too much pressure on himself. Andrew Heaney, no, you know, he's uh, he's doing the same thing. It's just too much right now. 39-year-old Scherzer, Rangers get <laughs> Hall of Famer, whose 2023 season, as I mentioned, has been up and down uh, by his standards. 9-4, four, 401 ERA, has struck out 121 and walked 30 in 107 and two-thirds innings. I mean, Aaron, how? what do you think the Mets think, the Mets fans? Can you imagine who, who signed – Justin Verlander, of course, came into the season with a payroll the Mets did of three hundred fifty million dollars. They are now uh, forty-nine and fifty-five. Now the uh, Rangers have, let's see, Scherzer, Avaldi, John Gray, Martin Perez, Heaney, and Dunning. Aaron, somebody's going to have to go to the bullpen. I mean, I would say right now, maybe, maybe Dunning and Heaney are options to do that. I mean, I, I it's it's really exciting. Then the Rangers turn around on Sunday and acquire left-handed starter Jordan Montgomery, this is from the Cardinals, and right-handed reliever Chris Stratton. Um. In that deal, they send two top prospects. Let's see, Thomas, uh, Sajci, I think is how it's pronounced. Actually, I looked that up. I think it is Sajci, and right-hander uh, Takua Roby, also left-handed reliever John King. Aaron, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get too sad about John King leaving. Are you? I mean, it feels like every time John King got pulled up, they had to send him <laughs> right back down. Um. They say while the cost was heavy, well that's debatable, thirty year old Montgomery won of the prizes of this deadline. And I mean, I, I Aaron, this is uh, because Evaldi just went on the injured list, Montgomery <clears throat> who'll be a free agent this winter, six and nine with a three forty two ERA, 108 strikeouts, thirty five walks, over a hundred and twenty one innings. I mean, I. he was acquired from the Yankees uh, at the deadline last summer. I mean, I, I like this. And as Stratton's 32 years old, adds to the bullpen depth. They already brought in Raldis Chapman. Stratton uh, sported a 436 ERA, though his underlying metrics, Aaron, you love underlying metrics, okay? Suggest that he's been unlucky. And could see positive regression. Aaron, is that possible? Didn't regression the wrong way? Whatever, but that, that's what this article says. No, that's correct. Um, for a pair of rental players, St. Louis's return was significant. I always like seeing what the other, the uh, you know the the, the national writers think, because a lot of times the local people say, "Hey, great deal, great deal." Um, so, J.C. and Roby, both 21 years old, were part of Texas's hall in the 2020 draft. And so, J.C.'s li- likely to end up at second or third base. Wow, he has been hitting 15 home runs, 78 RBIs this season. Um, and, and people really like him. Roby has a four-pitch mix, um, and he's – He's limited hitters to five home runs, but he's walked a bunch of people. Uh, no, actually, he's struck out way more than he's walked. His ERA is just kind of high. Uh, John King, eh, I mean, there's not much to talk about. I mean, he was not great. 579 ERA, 18 and two-thirds innings. So, Aaron, it's always sad for the other fan bases, right, to as they start to become sellers. And Rangers have been there way too many times. That's the excitement about this—a big weekend, and your your big league team, you know, goes on the road and just sputtering. I, I think they've lost five out of the last six. They looked awful against the Padres. They kind of fought back yesterday and got that thing to four to three. Ended up losing that game five to three, even though they threatened late in the game. Um, uh, from a standings. Um, I was gonna look at this real quick to make sure I had this right. Yeah, one game up over the Astros. Astros six and four in their last ten, Rangers three and seven. Okay? It's not disastrous, but they've been they've been kinda just scuttling. They've been really uh struggling here lately in that Padres thing. And you might say, Well, aren't the Padres pretty good? No, not really. I mean, they're they've got great attendance lately. I'll give them that. Fifty-two and fifty-four, five games out in the wild card, eight games back at the Dodgers, and and literally just dominated the Rangers, beat them 4-0 in one of those games. I think. I mean, the Rangers just couldn't score at all, and then end up getting beat five-three yesterday. Aaron, right now they miss Seager in a big way. I think he's getting hopefully closer to coming back. Certainly Heim being out of the lineup does not help at all. There's just, there's just too much missing. They've had a lot of good role-player types throughout the season. But when you bump Jankowski up to the two-hole and you've got Grossman playing on a daily basis um, and then you throw in Garver to catch or whoever you're going to have in there, at catcher, and you're trying to DH whoever else, Aaron, you know, Duran or whoever, it's just there's too much trickle-down effect. It was destined to happen this way, and the pitchers, and I ran into Derek Holland out at Cowboys camp, and Derek and I had a good talk about everybody trying to do too much in the rotation, and then some of these young relievers that they were throwing out there, Yeri Rodriguez and others, just trying to overthrow. They come out there, they don't throw within themselves, and Derek thought they needed a starter and they desperately needed maybe like two relievers. Well they get a reliever and they get two starters. Aaron, how much compared to the Astros, I mean, I, I think you gotta I think you gotta love what the Rangers have done at the deadline. Two legitimate frontline type starters, especially Scherzer. The other guy's pitching really well this year for the Cardinals. Aaron, what do you I mean? With the way the Valde's pitched, if he can come back, Jonathan Gray, I mean, you've got you got four frontline pitchers. And I mean, we could throw we could maybe make a case for Perez as the fifth. But four frontline type pitchers in this rotation, Aaron, that's a scary looking rotation. And now again, we gotta you gotta keep Scherzer healthy. He's had some issues, paid huge money. But Aaron, that getting Scherzer and then getting these guys from the Cardinals, Stratton, you know Thompson. I'm, I, I think, I think fans have a right to be pretty excited.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any question. It's, it's not only the most, biggest moves that the Rangers have ever made before a trade deadline. There's very few teams that have made this big, a, two moves this big. Like most team, I can't remember the last time a team traded. Not just for two starting pitchers and a reliever, but for two high quality starting pitchers two pitchers that if they do make the playoffs, are gonna be part of their playoff rotation,
1: yeah, yeah it's uh it's fun, Aaron I mean, it doesn't feel to me quite as big it may be as big. I just remember the Cliff Lee thing felt really big, Cole Hamels gave him a nice push. Cliff Lee felt big because he hadn't done anything in so long on that front as far as just swinging a, a huge, you getting a, an enormous piece like that, somebody with that kind of um, panache, that kind of credibility on the mound. Scherzer's that guy. I mean, Scherzer is Cliff Lee-like. And then to add two more pieces, Aaron, they're going for it. I mean, Ray Davis, give him credit. I mean, he's a man, he's a quiet man. He stays out of the spotlight, unlike Jerry. But the guy has just said, hey, we, they sent a message, and give Chris Young credit too. It's we believe in this lineup. We really do. And we're going to go after this thing. All right, Aaron, we got to say goodbye to one of my favorite broadcasters in Central Texas. I hope it's not goodbye forever. I hope he'll still come on with us. But a big announcement by Chillin' with Quillen. We're going to see what's on his mind, and
17: we're going to do it next. This is is ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different bank central central national bank member fdic
10: central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin and also at cnbwaco.com
0: Jesse Brits Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Brits Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car road-worthy with our computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only 49 dollars The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Brits Automotive, discounting your prices, not your
9: service.
10: Hey, this is Stephanie.
9: And this is Ward with the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Come join our sister station, 92.9 Shooter FM, as they broadcast live at Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco, Saturday, August 5th.
9: Enjoy free food from Max Fry House and enter to win prizes.
10: And tour their three new model homes and learn how you can build on your land.
9: They offer easy by financing. So
10: stop by Saturday, August 5th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Shooter will be on site 12 noon to 2 p.m.
9: Tilson Homes New Design Center in Waco at 6146
3: North State Highway 6.
7: The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. C dealer for financing details.
0: Payments for qualified buyers at 5.5% interest for 72 months with 5000 down. Cash or trade. TTL extra seat dealer for details. Construction makes getting here harder, so we make buying here easier at Richard Carr's Construction Sale Event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Ford F-150 for $376 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $205 a month. Call, log on, or get here now for easy deals during the pre-owned construction sale event going on now at Richard Carr. At
8: Richard Carr, we
12: give you
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, man, there it is. Mosley Show expands three to six. I mean, that was going to be the lead today. And then, uh, well, Curtis Quillen comes on his Twitter feed and just releases some news that has everybody uh, very upset in the central Texas area. Uh, Curtis, uh, chilling with Quillen, always a fan favorite, but um, some kind of heavy news today. I mean, you're fine, and your family's fine, but uh, it looks like you may be stepping away from sports. And um, there you are, my gosh, in a picture at AT AT&T Stadium. In that one of those beautiful sport coats that you get out every once in a while, Curtis. Um, I mean, I I'm going to need you to kind of console me and get me through this.
18: You know, I was going to say I need you to get me through this, Matt. This has been one of the most emotional two or three week stretches that I've ever gone through. You know, it was. It was the right decision, though. Um, It has nothing to do with Channel 6, and I don't want anybody to think that it has anything to do with the station or with management here. It has everything to do with the fact that, um, you know, three years ago, I met an incredible woman. A year ago, we got married, and in the years since, I've gotten to see her for (laughs) maybe 36 hours a week, if I'm lucky, and that's when it's not football season or March. Um, she's, uh, and it's time for me to be home a little bit more, uh, than I've been able to be for the past seven years. And, um, I think the, uh, it it just doesn't, these hours don't make sense with where my life is anymore. Um, and I think the phrasing I used with my mom, when I told her I was taking a job outside of TV was, I don't know if they ever made sense, but I had an opportunity came up that I couldn't, I couldn't pass up, uh, that involves me leaving television. So I'll still be around. We're not leaving uh the area. It's just, you know, it's time for me to uh it, it's time for me to be better about prioritizing uh my wife, my family and everybody else that I love.
1: Uh, yeah, you know and and uh we support you. You know that. Um although, you know, I would have if you had consulted me and maybe there's a reason you didn't, I may have tried to talk you out of this uh because uh, you're very good at this and that kind of thing, but uh, that's okay. I think you avoided uh, having that conversation with me and you just throw the announcement out where I can't do anything. I can't lobby. I've got no recourse here. now when will you be able to tell us what this uh, new opportunity is? you know am I gonna have to dig in and find this out and call around when will uh, when will I be able to to know that or can you allude to what you'll be? doing or do you have to kind of play that close to the vest uh so to speak
18: um i can you know i'll offer some hints right now i just want uh you know uh, the place that i'll be going to just celebrated someone who gave them nine years of their life and so uh, i'll be getting into school district pr and so uh Mm. i believe that announcement the from the school district will be coming later this week um my my mom's an elementary school principal my wife is a fifth grade teacher my mother-in-law is retiring, I believe, at the end of this school year after, gosh, almost 30 years in the classroom. Right now, she's fifth grade in Austin ISD. And then, you know, I've had the pleasure of, you know, and I don't want to say covering so many coaches who are educators, but uh, working with so many coaches and educators who be- who became friends to me that are and some who have. Whether they know it or not, made an enormous impact on me, and so it's it's going to be a really good fit. I'm really excited to hit the ground running, and Lord knows I will after talking to uh, who will the gentleman who will be my my boss starting next Monday. Um, and so my last show will be the 10 o'clock sportscast Friday night here at Channel 6 uh, on day two of Baylor fall camp, and then you know immediately i have the weekend and then i hit the ground running and after 7 years of working of working nights and potentially all day like on signing days and stuff and so uh it'll be it'll be uh you know more normal hours and it'll let me have you know dinner with my wife more frequently mm-hmm. than i am right now and uh, like i said i'm hoping that i can stay involved in a smaller capacity but you know It it is time for me to be home more than I'm gone. Yeah,
1: Curtis Quillen, sports director, Channel 6, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chilling with Quillen. Uh, It's become a fan favorite. We still may break it out every once in a while. We're not going to erase that little jingle that we use. Um, Now, Friday nights, that's going to feel a lot different to you. Uh, I still well, think occasionally you'll make it out there to a game or something. Now, what do you think you will miss about it the most, other than obviously coming on with me on Fridays? Uh, uh, but, but what do you, you kind of, what do you think about it? Will it be those Friday evenings or, or just going out to the schools? I mean, you've met a lot of, like you say, you've become great friends, and that's one of the best things you did is you developed all those relationships. And so when there was breaking news, you knew about it, and they knew you would handle it properly. What do you? What about your gig? Uh, will you? Uh, do you think you'll miss the most?
18: The people, and it's not even close. Uh, you know, breaking news and covering breaking news is kind of a slog. And football season, yeah, it's fun, but it's it's a grind, and it wears on you. By the time Thanksgiving gets here, and, and you know, depending on what. The workload is you're dealing with you know it it might be october and you start and you start asking okay when's Thanksgiving break uh and so you know it's it's the people i have you know it's like a family here i don't have to tell you that you know how close everybody in the in this market is when it comes to reporters and there's so many coaches and there's so many sids and so many you know amazing school district pio uh, public information officers and you know, there's some who made this decision incredibly difficult, and um, it it weighed on me for a while. And I had, you know, people that I respect, people I care about telling me when I was asking them, hey, they're like, I got this opportunity. What do you think? They told me to take it right away, and I, I slept on it because I – there were some people I was worried about disappointing, and some of those were some of the coaches here – uh, in the area, but everybody's been so great about it. And, you know, it's, it, it's the people. I have a, an incredible family here at channel six. I have an incredible family here in central Texas. And, uh, it's, it's, they've made it easier for me. And I think that says a lot. And it's not just people who work in my building here. Some of the people who have made this easier and helped me feel better about it are you know, people who work at other stations, other outlets in the area. Um, shoot, man, even e- even a couple of coaches who I didn't really interact with a whole ton, but they sent, you know, when I told them while I was getting practice schedules, hey, coach, I also, I don't want to, bl- I wanted to let you know this. Um, they said some of the nicest things, and it's, it, it, made, it made me feel really good. It made me feel like I've spent seven years uh, in at a place doing something that mattered. And let's be honest, that's all any of
1: us want. All right. Well, you can always change your mind and, and come back. So uh, this does not have to be forever, but I'm excited for this new opportunity. Uh, by the way, what, when you look back over these last few years in Central Texas, uh, what's been what was your favorite thing that you covered? What was your favorite moment? Whether it be uh, you've been to state title games, you've been to see Baylor uh, win the huge Big Twelve championship, and then the Sugar Bowl, uh, you saw Baylor win a national title. Uh, um, what what was the uh, what stood out to you? What was the, what was the the most fun, or the or, the, or kind of the thing that you will remember over any other?
18: So. It's kind of like a 1A, 1B for me, right? So 1A is obviously the two final fours, 2019 and 2021. Uh, My dream when I was a kid, I was a basketball player. I, you know, when I was in school, I didn't necessarily see eye to eye with a lot of the football staff. But I got, I mean, my parents just bought a, you know, my my high school basketball coach was a, a breeder. He's a dog breeder with his wife. And my parents have adopted a dog from him this calendar year. So, like, this is a guy who has been in my life since I was in the 6th grade. Um, And I remember falling in love with the sport at a very young age. I was a basketball guy until I graduated. College basketball, especially. And getting here and covering a Big 12 that became the best league in the country. And then that translating into me being fortunate enough to fulfill a lifelong dream and covering an NCAA tournament. I don't care how out of the ordinary that NCAA tournament was. Walking into Lucas Oil Stadium for the Elite Eight in 2021, I don't care if there's only 8,000 people there, Matt. That was one of the absolute coolest experiences of my life, and that is something that I'll tell my kids about whenever whenever I have them, that like this is something that I got to do when I had that job. And that, you know, 2019, getting to see that women's final four in Tampa. Um, and one B for me, I'm from a small town, just like you are, Matt. State, there is, I have been to at t Stadium more times than I think Jerry himself. <laughs> but state in Texas, state football in Texas is a different beast. And I had an absolute blast for seven years getting to go. It was it's so much fun.
1: Well, I, this is, uh, I mean, right as we expand the show, Curtis, I was ready to expand your role even. All right. So I, I want you to, uh, you know, you still jump on with us from time to time. By the way, I, I, I do want to get your take. Um, There's there some breaking news earlier today Pac 12 Commissioner um, George Klevikov will finally present a TV rights deal to league members within the next 48 hours. A source tells the athletic, <laughs> this was first reported by John Canzano. All right. John is, is, is covered the uh, PAC 12 for a long time out there in the uh, Portland, Oregon area. I like John, but John's kind of been labeled as a little bit of a pom pomer for the PAC 12, obviously. But, uh, very, very interesting that this is all happening. Um He also added, I was just looking at Kinzano he says, it feels like it's one or two expansion additions to get to 10 or 11 teams unless Arizona decides to leave. Then the Pac-12 would have to backfill. Very, very interesting developments. Um where do you think this is headed, and do you think the Pac-12 could hold on to Arizona at this point?
18: Uh, I'm, ooh, that's tough. I don't think it. I think this is a stop the bleeding TV deal. I think this is you know very much below what the Big 12 is going to be able to offer at almost thirty-two million dollars a year, and that's at the current thirteen that they have moving forward. Because keep in mind, when there, when you have these rapid changes this close to when you sign your deal, you can go back to the table if you hit a certain amount of growth after you sign that media rights deal. So if the Big Twelve gets to that point, that 32 could—I'm not saying it will—become 35, 38, maybe 40. Um, and but that's going to require that the conference get the right schools. I think 16 should be the magic number. And if that number that Klyavkov gives the Pac-12 presidents and athletic directors is low, watch out for the other three, four corner schools in Oregon and Washington. The only question is, where do Oregon and Washington go? They've been courted by the Big 12, but they've been reported to be wildly interested in the Big 10. And so if the Big 10 says, no, we're good, maybe they come to the Big 12 or maybe or maybe they do something else and go independent and live the Notre Dame life, I think that's a worst-case scenario for them. But if the, if the numbers come out on the Pac-12 TV deal and they're bad, we'll look for more people to jump ship. I think that we are... I think if the numbers are bad, we could be talking about the end of a couple of the Pac-12 schools that are left. I think we could be talking about the end of their days in the power five.
1: Wow. Wow. Just the whole thing, uh, coming apart.
18: It it has to, right. You can't, how do you Hmm. hold on to, how do you hold on to enough money in your media deal with three of, you know, you know, with losing Los Angeles, which is going to drop their deal exponentially and then on top of that, Denver is a desirable market for these networks to get into, and you just lost Denver, and so you're talking about who's the biggest market in your area, San Francisco, but the programs you have there are so lackluster that is anybody really watching those games?
1: Man, it is uh, it's pretty wild to to watch all this uh, unfold. Boy, I tell you, it's been a it's been a rough couple of months for me, uh, Curtis. Not to make it about me. But my buddy Chris, then my buddy Lively, now my buddy Quillen. I, I'm just almost scared to even get on Twitter anymore. I mean, what could what could be next? So, uh, listen, you've done a uh, you've done a great job, and I love. I mean, your high school knowledge, uh, and this is a concern of mine. I I may have to do my my own research and go. Uh, because I've always leaned on you in that area and you've got such great relationship with coaches and I'm always asking you, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So stay plugged in as much as you can, cause I'll still be turning to you, but, uh, I've met your wife. She's great. And, uh, that'll be fun. Y'all get spend a little more time together. Uh, and, uh, and I'm anxious to hear about this school district. At least you're staying around, so that's kind of fun. But uh, you've been a big part of this, and, and we appreciate you, Curtis. And you will be missed. And all the media uh, really did uh, uh, enjoy you. So, man, take pride in a job well done over these years at KCEN.
18: Matt, to you, to all of the viewers, and to anybody that I've ever worked with who I haven't been able to talk to since I since this has all happened, thank you. I wouldn't be where I am without any of you.
1: There he goes. Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. feel like we need some emotional music or something, but uh, he'll be on with us again. I mean, he's still staying in Syntex. He'll be out there in Central Texas. Curtis Quillen joining the Matt Mosley Show here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to go, like, make new friends or something? I mean, I like the guys over at 44. I mean, Eric and, um, I mean, I like I, the Parker. I mean, good. Those are good folks. There's a new guy named Chad that I kind of like. Am I going to have to dig it? Nicole does a great job over there at six. Darby, of course, does an awesome job. I mean, we still have talented people. But, uh, man, it's tough when your favorite folks all just start kind of rolling out the door. Jack left us. Jack, I mean, there is more. Aaron, Jack used to take, like, 15 sandwiches, and he always said he was taking it back to his uh, colleagues, <laughs> all right? So we have had more food at the media, but uh, but I've missed Jack as well. He returned to Arkansas or somewhere. Um, so, Aaron, not to make this about me, but I wish they would stop doing this, okay? Stop moving on. Uh, it is uh, the new expanded 3-6 to six run. We used to be 3 to 6, then I got hurt, then we went to 1 hour, then it was 2 hours, and now we're back to 3 hours. Now, a reminder, at 5.20, we got something really special for you. Edwarder and I sat down and did an exclusive uh, uh, talk with Stephen Jones on the Doomsday podcast, and we're going to play that for you. At 520. And you'll get to hear the Cowboys chief operating officer and executive vice president of player personnel, also president of AT&T Stadium. You'll get to hear him on a lot of different fronts. I think you'll enjoy that. That is happening at 520 next. And by the way, 5 o'clock, Stephen Simcox is going to stop by to talk on our expanded our expanded show um aaron i don't even know i still haven't eaten today all right we've got issues i have not figured out this new schedule <laughs> um yeah yeah i used to be, i would wait way late in the day to eat so i'd eat at three but now our show's on at three all right uh it is time for something we call campus confidential what does aaron have in store for us it's next Listen
3: to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com.
9: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project?
0: Richard Carr GMC is loaded with trucks and they are making deals. Don't settle. Get the best truck. Get a GMC Sierra. Premium quality inside and out. You have to compare a Sierra before you buy. Right now, Richard Carr, get a 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Pro for 38200 after discounts. Military first responders save even more. Qualified buyers get 1.9% financing on many new Sierras in stock. See dealer for details. Call now, log on now, or get here now to get your Sierra today. Richard Carr.
19: My house says a new
8: Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we
3: treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt
1: Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for being such a big part of Campus Confidential. And thank you for being the original, uh, the presenting sponsor of the uh, the Mosley Show. Of course, now Central National Bank is our presenting sponsor. But boy, this fine segment, Jim Turner's Chevrolet doing, uh, doing its thing. Now, Aaron, I did want to start you out with this. I just happened to come across this Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl. Is the new name of the Frisco <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a, it, I don't, man, do you know much about Scooter's Coffee? I got i I've got a little bit of I like that thing that's in Waco now. I mean I like a lot of coffee shops and uh, you know, uh Common Grounds, you know, is a great one. Has been for many, many years. Uh I like that Dutch Brothers. Kinda like kinda like how it tastes. I kind of like how, how, you, how they have it set up and everything. I don't have a great feel for Scooters uh, coffee. Aaron, have you been through the Scooter? Have you been to a Scooters coffee before?
2: Never heard of it for today.
1: All right. Scooters coffee, Frisco Bowl. I think maybe Scooters is starting to try to have a little presence in the Metroplex. Duncan has never had as big a presence, obviously, as Starbucks. So there's, there's an inroad. The great news about some of these places, like Waco, is uh, there's, a, there's a lot of great independent coffee-type shops. Now, there might be, like, sometimes you'll get, like, in the Metroplex, there's Houndstooth Coffee and Merritt Coffee, and they'll have a couple of locations. I kind of count that as independent. All right? It, basically, anything that's not Starbucks. Uh, Metroplex has a lot of good ones. Waco has a lot of great ones. Wow. Thank you, Waco, for having so many great options on the coffee front. I like a, that one over on, like, 25th Street, whatever that's called over there, near 25th and Austin. I love that, man. I love what you guys do out there. I'm always out there. Everybody in there, Aaron, has that straight-bill look. They don't break in their caps, and then they might wear a cap with, like, no logo. May just kind of have, like, a, a green cap with a... Uh, with a straight I, – I can't do that, that snapback look. I can't pull that off. But uh, but I like everybody's young over there and hip, and I kind of like being around that, you know, kind of acting like I'm hip. Certainly can't act young. Um, all right, Aaron, and people are starting to put out their 2023 Baylor football hype videos. I saw it. I'm hyped. Do you, you like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got some hype videos that are running around out there. Um, so that's kind of fun. And then Baylor, well, I don't want to step on your toes, Aaron. I'm going to save a couple of these things. What do you have for us in today's episode of Campus Confidential brought to you by Jim Turner Chevy?
2: We will start with conference realignment, the news of the day, first reported by John Canzano and then followed up with some additional details by the athletic Stuart Mandel. Pac-12 Commissioner George Kleivkoff will finally present a TB rights deal to league members Within the next 48 hours, a source told The Athletic, the board and ADs are scheduled to meet tomorrow morning. As I mentioned, first reported by our good friend John Canzano. And I have follow a couple of other accounts that aren't big names but have had a lot of details right. And both of them basically said the same thing, that their sources are saying that the numbers are pretty terrible. I guess we'll find that out tomorrow. But if that's the case, I would expect to see... More movement sooner rather than later as far as conference realignment.
1: (laughs) I don't know if they'll be pretty terrible. I think it'll just look weird. There may be like a CW, Apple or somebody may be involved. Like, I think we got to keep an open mind with the Pac-9. Like, it may be here and there. Now, I don't think Colorado's going to wake up and go, we did the wrong thing. Oh, my gosh, we could have had all this more money. But they're going to land something. I mean, let's give – Let's give George K. Let's give Klevakoff. Let's give the man a chance. I kind of want to see this thing. I want to. I want to give it a good look. And I, I'm not. I'm not convinced it's going to be a bad deal. It's going to be a different, weird-looking deal. I am not convinced the numbers are going to be terrible because their ESPN needs that time zone. Like somebody like ESPN or Fox or whoever. Is going to spend some money on the Pac-9 because they desperately need that time zone. They can't be ESPN can't just go. All right, thanks everybody for watching. We don't have a we don't have a late game. They love that time zone out there. They like having a game on at nine thirty or ten o'clock. So let's just keep that in mind. Uh, I think they'll be able to go find something. But very interesting news. Aaron, I, I do find all of this uh, fascinating and I'm glad you led with some Canzano. <laughs> I like when our man Canzano is uh, is featured. And you know he does uh, he does good he does good work. He, he does. does good work. Uh, he just he's just been a little he and Wilner are a little, you know, pro Pac twelve. And that's okay. That's the that's the group they cover out there. But in addition to that, he does bring in some some breaking news components. Now, sometimes his his stuff can seem a little pie in the sky, like uh, and he's been a little on the optimistic side. But the great Kinsano, I mean he he honestly gets under the skin of a lot of those Pac-12 people. So I don't want to I don't want to paint him as a complete homer because I don't think that's accurate either
2: yeah i don't i think him and wilner are both really good journalists but they've been using their pac 12 sources which i understand as their sources for all of their articles and that stuff has been i don't know if it's coming directly from clive Coff's office but it's basically been his talking points for the last eight to twelve months and just none of it has come to fruition whereas the people who were Saying all along that there were Pac-12 schools talking to the Big 12 and that they could possibly leave for the Big 12 were called a lot of very very bad things, and they turned out to be right. So I think it's just a matter of sourcing on this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, I think that is true. Had the news earlier today, Aaron, that uh, and we had the owner of George's, um, Kyle Citrano, son of Sammy. On, and that was kind of cool because George's is coming back to McLean Stadium. So I want to encourage people to go to the Baylor Alumni, Office of Baylor Alumni, go to the Baylor Alumni tent. It's going to be that Baylor Alumni kickoff show brought to you by ESPN Central Texas, as always. That's going to be four hours before games. So I want you to come over, see me, and then go see George's, go walk around. Go hang out uh, at the alumni tent, Baylor alumni tent. It's got great stuff to offer, great food. Bubba's 33 has done an incredible job in the past, but I thought that was kind of fun that George's is coming back. Okay, that's always been a big player out there at tailgates. It went away for a few years, and they've come storming back. That was some breaking news earlier in the program. Aaron, what else do you have for us?
2: Northwestern is expected to hire veteran coach Skip Holtz as the special assistant to the head coach for the upcoming football season, sources told ESPN Today. Holtz's assignment is temporary for the upcoming months and won't interfere with his job in the USFL as the head coach of the Birmingham Stallions. Stallions, He'll be tasked with being a veteran resource to interim Northwestern coach David Braun to help he and the Wildcats, Wildcats navigate this system after the previous coach was fired for hazing allegations.
1: All right. The son of the great Lou Holtz, Skip Holtz. I remember at Louisiana Tech, trying to remember where else he's been, but okay. Skip's been okay. Um, you know, I. this is help us navigate this mess we have our, ourselves in. You know, I'm almost a little shocked. I mean, I don't guess we're in a portal window, but, you know, generally when there's a coach fired or leaves, you get a bunch of people that can leave. And Holtz, by the way, went 64-50 and 50 at Louisiana Tech. He was there about eight seasons. Six straight bowl wins. And uh, that's a good move. Um, he needs help. Some, someone... It's he- it's going to help this uh, Braun that you mentioned, Aaron, with a more holistic perspective, and allow Braun to focus on and maximize the defense. <laughs> Aaron, how many games do you think Northwestern will win this year with all that craziness swirling?
2: Well, let me bring up their schedule real quick, and I'll tell you they won one last. Yeah. Last year, and uh, I would think with everything going on that they would. Huge distraction. Right. That they. The hazing
1: allegations. They
2: may not win a game, but it depends on who they play. They have. Let's see. They start off with Rutgers, then UTEP, Duke, Minnesota, Penn State, Howard, Nebraska, Maryland. Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Illinois. I think they will, I think they'll win one game again. I would It'll say, be that,
1: Howard, anybody yeah. else?
2: I mean, you know, Nebraska's been terrible. They should be better with Coach Rule, but that may be a winnable game. Duke's never really any good, and UTEP should be winnable for them, but I just think the whole program is in disarray, and I don't know that they'll beat anybody except for Howard on their schedule.
1: Holtz also won back-to-back USFL championships with Birmingham the past two years. And sources say, Aaron, he'll continue that role in 2024.
2: <laughs> and give up that lucrative USFL gig.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that, I think he gets to, to keep the, the USFL. I don't think it's going to interfere with that. He can do this and jump back into the USFL right. is the way I read it. Yeah. So, we'll be able to do it all. Skip Holtz. Northwest, they open their season against Rutgers September 3rd in a nationally televised Sunday game. Aaron, let's all gather around oh my. and watch two horrible football programs.
2: I'm assuming that's the week before the NFL starts.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, still won't watch. That's, that's going to be some not very good football. Between two not very good football programs.
1: I'll be hanging out in Salado with family after Baylor opens with a rousing win over Texas State. And I'm gonna, I'm going to watch the Wildcats and Rutgers. I wasn't going to watch Aaron until they got Skip Holtz, all right? Now. Now I'm <laughs> now, now I'm now somewhat interested. Now you're in. Yeah. All right, an old friend. I just thought it'd be kind of fun to bring him back on a day we're going back to our old format. Three to six, the Mosley Show three to six. Our old friend, our old producer, Stephen Simcox, returns to the show next. Flinging a green
3: and gold worldwide on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com.
7: The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all-new Go and Cushman golf cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of Go and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. C dealer for financing details.
2: Sometimes
16: we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to
9: work for you.
4: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member
6: FINRA SIPC.
9: Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics
1: and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas.
15: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k and more. Full-time positions offer 40 plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview.
14: Drive it forward with the First Central Credit and Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you.
9: Remember, NCUA.
3: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas
0: welcome back to the matt mosley show the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank your leading independent bank with locations in waco temple and austin also sponsored by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram barnett contracting baylor line foundation jim turner chevrolet marineland boating center Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley's show. I mean, we're rolling into the 5 o'clock hour. It's a three-hour ride now from 3 to 6. John Morris has moved to 2 o'clock. The press box is, uh, that's a noon program, and we're just rolling along. And the man who used to be alongside with me for these three-hour rides, it is uh, It is Stephen Simcox uh, joining us now on the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen, does this bring back memories? How many time slots were we in? We did... I mean, think about it. we I, we had a ten to noon run, didn't we? For a little while. Yes,
13: that was the beginning. Yeah, that was the beginning of the show. Ten to noon. Did we ever have a noon?
1: Do we ever like have a noon show or a one o'clock show or something? We had a one to
13: two, I believe, at one point. I think coming off your accident, they kind of wanted to ease you into it. You were on a pitch count, <laughs> and uh, we had a little one hour program. My my run sheets for a one hour program were pretty good. They didn't take a lot of work. Just sort of, yeah. Free segment, get in and out. But you, yeah. a lot of us are kind of looking, to find ways to do less work. But yeah. Matt, I applaud the fact that you're just always searching for more work to do. You're kind of like a super utility guy. You're just always
17: <laughs> like, hey Gary,
13: give me give me something else. I wanna I wanna really be yeah. in here.
1: And I never asked for any additional dollars, right? I just never even, that never even occurs to me. I was thinking about the way you were phrasing that. They were easing me back in. I remember one coworker who was trying to ease me out altogether.
13: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. That can kind of get blurry in the past, whatever my motives (laughs) were. But I I, I, I was told in church to assume good intentions. I don't know if that's biblical, but. That's something I've heard before, so I try to I try to look on that side of it.
1: Where's the Simcox family attending these days? Are y'all still kind of checking Woodway out? I know I know that uh, boy, that College Street Baptist or whatever. You had a great tutelage there. You had a great background there out in McGregor. What are you? What, what about these days? Are you zooming in, or have you been finding yourself? I want. I just want to make sure your growing family, everybody's in Sunday school.
13: Yeah, we're we're at First Woodway and we're in person. Okay. Uh Matt famously one time asked me when I just kinda of started visiting First Woodway what the pastor's name was and I did not know at the time, which wasn't <laughs> my best moment. But I now know that Dr. Paul Sands. So Doctor Sands does a great job over there. And yeah, we're uh we we don't I mean, I still think they do like YouTube service, but we're typically there on the ground. You know, we like to we like to be there for Sunday school and then go to the later service, 1130, a little more contemporary, I believe, I've been told. Um, so it's a good situation.
1: Have you ever gone out to see what's going on out at uh, Harris Creek? There's somebody they brought in from the Metroplex and got everybody fired up out there, like JP yeah, J- something?
13: JP, uh-huh. Well, I, I I haven't, but I know when I, when I passed by that church, on the way to First Woodway, it's hard to like it's hard to find parking, it's hard to find a seat. He draws a he draws a big crowd. So I've heard great things, but I haven't had the pleasure of of finding a seat there at Harris Creek. I know they do have gluten free communion crackers, which is which is good. I just I had never heard of that, but that's something that I've I found out about them. They're very inclusive when it comes to dietary restrictions.
1: Well, and you're saying that with a little sarcasm, but in my family, that is extremely necessary. I mean, we, it wasn't
13: really yes. sarcasm. I guess it okay. kind of was, but it... it
1: yeah. You know. I'm just... Yeah, I like that. I like that. I may...
13: You, if, you, if the Mosley's need to take Lord's Supper, you know you have a home now, Terrace Creek.
1: We do. We like it. And uh, every once in a while, it, 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 we can know immediately, like, if something is is uh has some gluten in it like if the cracker tastes really good we're like i don't think that's gluten free <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's good harris creek out there turning the corner i mean next thing you know they'll have female deacons out there
13: mm. yeah i'll stay away from that one but i, don't, I think that's I think that's a good thing
1: thank you you th- you may- you're saying you think female deacons is a good thing
13: that's great. The last time I came on here, Tech fans were mad at me. I feel like this is just <laughs> get involved in something. I think you've today. opened up. You've 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 become a little more
1: moderate of a Baptist. So I'm not trying to get oh, you in too sure. much trouble. Yeah. But my gosh, I think female deacons are a great thing, and you do too. All right, I'm I'm sorry, I mean uh, Stephen, putting words in your mouth there. The uh, <laughs> I mean, Stephen, what do you think about this? Um, this, uh, all this stuff on the realignment. I mean, this is interesting to see the latest. And now apparently Pac-12, a little late, by the way, the numbers are coming in. They got meeting tomorrow morning. The numbers are headed in. The Pac-9 is going to get their media numbers. Do you sense that there is a chance they salvage this thing with Arizona? Or are you starting to feel like Arizona's kind of like, peace out? We got to go join colorado and did you ever think colorado would be this coveted i mean it, it's amazing <laughs> like what dion has done to that place yeah. i mean that's been a joke of a football program and yet i mean it's kind of you got to hand it to him. oh i had a quote i was going to play for you from earlier today where is this guy uh oh um dan lanning did you see this one yet dan lanning oh, the yeah. oregon coach was asked about Colorado leaving the Pac-12 today, and he says, not a big reaction. I'm trying to remember what they won to affect this conference.
13: <laughs> um, no, that was a good line. Yeah, it, it is It is fascinating <laughs> to see how much Colorado is being celebrated. And I think you're right. I think a big part of that is Dion because he draws so many eyeballs. And, I mean, there are people that – are rooting for Colorado simply because he's there and they like and they like the swagger he brings. They like the unorthodox style that he has. Uh, I also feel like it's been such a long process for the Big 12 to finally get somebody from the Pac-12. We've been hearing about it for really a calendar year now that it was trending towards this happening, and Brett Yormark has been, you know, very... Um, cutting edge and seems to have a a very clear vision for what he wants to do with the future and expanding. Um, So it it is funny, though, that, I mean, Dan Lanning's right. Like Colorado hasn't really won much in football lately. They don't have a great basketball program. Historically, they have a good football program. And they won national championship in the 90s, which is not that that long ago. Um, And so it's it's more than anything, I think the optics of it are really good for the Big 12. I don't see... I think Arizona's gone. I mean, unless George Kalikov just pulls something out tomorrow and has a much better figure than it seems like people are speculating that he does, I feel like Arizona's ready to move. The interesting part to me is, you know, what do Oregon and Washington do? Because you could make the argument they have more leverage than ever in the Pac 12. Um, and maybe they could stick around and if they want to keep it like a souped up Mountain West Conference and. Those two teams would have a pretty clear path to the playoffs um, if the Pac-12 will retain their Power Five status. But you know, also have the issue of this really comes down to money. Um, yeah. And if the figures aren't good and the Big Ten's not interested in expanding, then there's really not a home for them. But um, it, it's kind of a tricky situation for Brett Yormark too because, I mean, you don't you don't really want Oregon to be like a school that's just taken a gap year with you until the sec or the big 10 is ready to move again. But I mean, it's a huge brand name and they have their relationship with Nike and they've been a really good football program for a long time now. So I think overall it's, uh, it's really good for the big 12. They're in a position of power. It's um, it's something that they honestly haven't been in in a long time. You know, it, it felt like a conference that was always reacting and, um, I remember when they added UCF and Houston and Cincinnati yeah. and BYU. I mean, it was, it was a good thing for the league. I felt like nationally people sort of perceived that as, um, oh, well, you know, that, that's just desperation. They're just trying to keep this league together. But the flip side of that is the Pac-12 has been very stubborn. And, like, they just haven't added anybody. They, they weren't interested in the Big 12 teams that were left over when there was an opportunity there. They still haven't made a move for, like, San Diego State and SMU. And it it just feels like a conference that doesn't understand or doesn't care how the wind is shifting in college sports. Um, And, you know, maybe, like, Stanford and Cal just aren't super interested in playing the athletics arms race anymore. But everybody else is. And so you're going to be left out in the cold here if you don't find a way to kind of innovate, maybe um, compromise on some, some values or some standards that you had uh, in the past, but yeah, I mean, the I, I feel like Arizona is going to make a move, and I, I think it's going to be done um, before football season starts because it it just needs to be, frankly, for the timeline, and uh, and then we'll see what the Pac-12 does from there.
1: You think Oregon should ask for a Duck Network? Do you think now's the time <laughs> to flex its yeah. muscle and just say we deserve our own network? I mean, think about what UW and Oregon could get. I mean, they literally, the Pac-12 Network's joke, they spent all that money. Larry Scott left them in a lurch. Larry Scott was like umpiring tennis matches. And they said, hey, come be the commissioner. And uh, I said, okay, cool, I can do that. And he puts them like millions upon millions in the hole. I mean, his first thing was to, to go, like, buy up a bunch of office space in San Francisco. Hey, I'll take, like, four floors, and we'll put this beautiful network together. Meanwhile, like, nobody gets the network. Like, how, many, how much right. time have you spent watching the Pac-12 network? I mean, we're huge college football fans. We'll consume almost anything, even the Longhorn Network from time to time. I mean, like, how, how many hours have you spent watching the Pac-12 network, if you could even get it at some point?
13: I mean, I never have. I've never been able to get it. And that's that's a huge problem. Um, and also, I think you're right, Matt. Like, Oregon and Washington could ask for a network. They could ask for unequal revenue sharing. Like, there's a lot of different ways they could go. But I mean, what a, what a proposition to throw in George Kaleikov's lap because he's struggling just to get a TV deal done. <laughs> and then suddenly these two schools put pressure on him to go the extra mile and do something more, I'm not sure he can pull it off. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a mess, and it, it's crazy to think that, you know, the Big 12 was sort of in a similar situation two years ago um, after Texas and OU left, but they, they found a way to kind of lock arms and say, okay, we're going to push forward. They got the TV deal done, and it was like once they did, suddenly TV networks said, okay, we're we're good. We're kind of tightening the belts here. And uh, the Pac-12 just hasn't been able to find a way to – uh, to come up with any sort of significant movement. So, um, but yeah, I, I feel like those two schools in the Northeast have a ton of leverage right now. And if they wanted to, you know, kind of say, Hey, give us the moon to the fact 12 and just see if they could match it. I mean, it doesn't really hurt them either way. Like they, they have the ability to move on. So, um, it, it's a, it's gonna be a fascinating situation to watch play out because those are two, I mean, those are the two bell cows that they're trying to hold on to now to keep this thing together and to not let it fall into just uh, a, another version of the lack of the Mountain West.
1: Have you thought about the fact Cincinnati and UCF have won all these football games, BYU uh, has has been a power, and, and they're taking what the prorated type deal at first, and then Colorado gets to roll <laughs> in here. Hey, we've won about 20 games <laughs> the last decade. We know we're horrible, <laughs> but we're going to take yeah. a full share. All right, give us our 32 mil. Where is it? Where can we pick that up? It is kind of funny, and I wonder deep down, you know, they were the new teams. They were the new kids on the block, and I think they're still excited, but this Colorado thing has to make it feel just a little different. By the way, who's TCU's other rival than Baylor? Like who among all these teams that are left? you know, rule out OU and Texas now. I think you would have said Texas before, mm-hmm. but who is it after Baylor? And, and, like, that's maybe there's a nice thing going, whether it be OSU or maybe K-State, the two purple teams. Um, what, who do you think's got the best chance to really dig in there as a TCU, as you're kind of the TCU spokesperson?
13: Yeah, K State's a good answer. I mean, I think there's obviously some juice there now between those two teams splitting the series last year. In K State winning the the Big 12 championship. Um, I mean, from a history standpoint, I feel like it's Texas Tech, and you know those two schools have gone back and forth. Tech still leads the overall series, I think, by three games, but TCU's won four in a row now, and so there's some options. I mean, they have some they have some history with BYU from the Mountain West days, but there doesn't seem to be a ton of shared vitriol there um i think that would more be like utah if utah would make the jump over because tcu and utah had some great battles back in mountain west for uh for that conference title back in the day but tech and, and k-state kind of make the most sense um tech just geographically and i assume that's a game that's probably going to keep being played every year even with all the changes uh, and in case they could fall in that mold you know chris Kleinman's such a good coach they feel like a team. Similar to the Snyder years, it's just always going to have a pretty high floor. You know, at their worst, they'll probably win seven or eight games. And then at their best, they could be a, a team that could challenge for a conference title. Um, but I'm excited about, you know, th- the fact that TCU does have a natural rival in Baylor and then some of the different matchups that it could rise with good programs. And um, a lot of buzz about UCF. TCU doesn't play them this year. I don't necessarily expect that to a rivalry, but I'm just, Kind of intrigued by watching, you know, their, where they're located there in Florida with all that talent and how they can kind of build a base. I know this is a big school with a large alumni base that's excited to be part of the Power Five now. So, um, a lot of good options, but I would think Tech and K State are, are sort of the natural rivals that would make the most sense moving forward.
1: All right, Stephen, good to have you. I'm a little worn out, and I uh, think tomorrow may decide to just go back to two hours. <laughs>
13: <laughs> Tell Aaron to record some of this and just play it back tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we we have been known to do that. Uh, you'll bring some back. I think I remember people kind of commenting on that, but uh, we reserve the uh, right to to do that. Uh, Stephen, have a great one. Tell the family I said hey, okay?
13: Thanks, Matt. It was good to talk to you. appreciate it.
1: Steven Simcox joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, the new expanded three to six run every afternoon. And uh, Aaron Sexton right alongside me. Um, now, we're going to give you an opportunity to hear from Cowboys Chief Operating Officer and Executive Vice President of Player Personnel, Steven Jones, son of Jerry. Uh, had a chance to visit with him at camp. You'll get to hear Steven next. This
7: is is ESPN Central Texas. The deals at Mission Golf Cars in Waco are hotter than the Central Texas sun. Through the end of July, Mission Golf Cars is offering smoking deals with financing rates as low as 0% on all new EasyGo and Cushman Golf Cars, off-road buggies, cruisers, and utility vehicles. Plus, we're beating the heat by cooling off prices on our wide selection of used inventory for the golf course, the farm, the neighborhood, or the job site. Come shop our full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles in our air-conditioned showroom in South Waco or online at missiongolfcars.com. Financing provided by Sheffield Financial with approved credit. C dealer for financing details.
6: Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff
7: Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values.
0: In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45 year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel & Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Find sports news.
3: Streaming and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com.
17: Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home.
2: The experts at 855BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let
16: 855BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan.
2: Visit 855bugs.com now to schedule your free inspection.
14: Benningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
3: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on
1: ESPN Central Texas. How right, is Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now three to six, the expanded version. John Morris can be heard every day at two o'clock, and then. At noon we got the press box, John Carroll, Ward White. Stephanie is involved. Stephanie's Sports Corner does a tremendous job over there. And uh so anyway, we got a lot of fun stuff. We basically have local now from noon to 6 every day. Then we got Rangers most nights. Rangers off tonight. Astros are uh Astros could win tonight and get within a half game of the Rangers. Uh, they could lose and be a game and a half out. So that's where it is. Rangers uh, get going again tomorrow night. They've been very, very busy. All right, we have an opportunity now to let you hear from Stephen Jones, the uh, Chief Operating Officer, Vice President of uh, Executive Vice President of Player Personnel, and Edwarder and I do something called the Doomsday Podcast. We uh, had a one-on-one with Stephen Jones. This was Saturday morning, and I uh, thought you might like to hear this interview. And by the way, Aaron, I should add, and Aaron and everybody's done a great job of editing some of this sound out of it, but it was right before opening ceremonies, and some of the kids that were involved in that were making all sorts of noise in the background. So if you hear a little noise, don't worry. we're You'll hear, still hear Stephen. but that's kind of what was going on. Here is our one-on-one With Stephen Jones. It is the Doomsday Podcast, Oxnard, California. Third day at Cowboys uh, training camp, opening ceremonies. Stephen Jones, uh, Chief Operating Officer, Executive Vice President of Player Personnel, in charge of AT&T Stadium. Uh, joining us now. Uh, well, he has all those <laughs> titles, yeah. and uh, Stephen Only Jerry has more titles. By the See? way, uh, pretty exciting day. I mean, even getting in here today, the traffic. I mean, it's just enormous. I don't know if there's enough it's parking. Miles long the way. It, Really is it's back to Thousand Oaks I think but uh, it's got to be kind of an exciting day for everybody.
20: Yeah it is it's so great to be out here in uh, Southern California and we have uh, you know a fan base that goes all the way back to Thousand Oaks uh, when and. They used to bring the team out here. And, of course, we had our first training camp ever out here at Thousand Oaks. And, of course, we've just built on that. Jerry and I actually remember vividly coming out here to practice against the Raiders when uh, you know Al would practice here uh, at Oxnard. And, uh, you know, great experience then to you know, have one of the all-time greats and Al Davis out here. And the way he ran his practices were a little different. I think that there wasn't a soul allowed other than uh, the staffs. <laughs> so, uh, uh, That's quite not a time. how you do
16: it quite a contrast uh,
20: the way we do it today but uh, it is great to have all these fans out here we do have a large contingent of cowboy fans that love to come out here obviously the weekends are a big deal uh, here in this area as a lot of these guys uh, you know are hard-working people uh, that work during the week but uh, get a chance to get away and get a little football on them here on the weekends and uh, Certainly, it's great to be kicking off camp with uh, the leadership here in Oxnard, the uh, mayor and the council members, and uh, the leadership here is uh, certainly uh, exciting to be here. And uh, we're easing on out of the acclimation period as we head toward the home stretch here. And uh, Monday, of course, we'll pat them up and get to work.
16: So you mentioned Thousand Oaks in 1989. That was your first training camp, Jerry's first training camp, Troy Aikman's first training camp. Uh, And Troy won the first of his three Super Bowls with the Cowboys when he was 26. The only other quarterback to win the Super Bowls for the Cowboys was Roger Staubach. He won two, and he was 29 when he won his first. Today, of all days, Dak Prescott turns 30, which gives him the opportunity to be the only Cowboys quarterback in history this year to win his first Super Bowl at the age of 30. Uh, So what are your expectations for him this upcoming season?
20: Well, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for Dak. Uh, You know, I know what Dak's expectations are is he wants to win that Super Bowl this year. And certainly... uh, Yeah. Uh, we're all for that, uh, you know, certainly uh, I think he. Uh, we're so fortunate to have him. Uh, he represents all the things you want in a quarterback, uh, tremendous leadership, tremendous work ethic, uh, you know, he's just a uh, never say die uh, attitude to get better each and every day. Uh, you know, he just represents what you want in that position and uh, certainly uh, I know he's got high expectations for this year to improve uh, upon what he did last year, uh, you know, put together two, uh, two really nice seasons, albeit not good enough in the playoffs, and we all know we've got to take that next step and you know move that success past the regular season and uh, you know have uh, more success, uh, if you will, uh, and certainly uh, hopefully uh, creep up on that championship, but uh, have the success we need to have in the postseason as well.
16: Jerry said something interesting at the opening press conference. He said, when I look at where we are with Dak, when I see where we are with Tyron Smith, uh, the experience Players who have played great for the Cowboys that aren't here anymore, who whose window was missed, um, is is there a concern within the organization about missing your window with the great players you have now that are 30, who, Pro Bowlers, and like you said, just haven't played their best yet? I don't in
20: think I don't think we think like that. I think uh, it's the, the time is now. Uh, we're focused on this year. We're not focused on big windows. Uh, we're focusing on uh, being the very best football team we can for the upcoming season. And uh, certainly, I think we've done some things in the offseason that are going to give us an opportunity, I think, to have a better football team, Uh, whether you look at uh, the things we did uh, via trade uh, with Gilmore and Cooks, I think two really high-end players that are going to step up and make a difference. Uh, I think we had another solid draft, uh, certainly bringing Mizey Smith in here to shore up the run. I think what we do best, and certainly I, I think DQ reiterates that, is we get pressure on the on the on the passer, and we take away the ball. And uh, if we can uh, shore up that and run uh, defense, and and get them into the second longs, third and longs, uh, then I think more good things are going to happen for this defense. So, uh, in general, we feel really good. Obviously, getting a dynamic player like Cooks, uh, who brings a lot of juice to the table. I think Gallup uh, is going to take that next step. A lot of skilled players do coming off ACLs that first year not necessarily usually their first, their best year coming back but uh, uh, I think he's got a lot of confidence in what he can do and get back into form and certainly we got one of the I think one of the best in the business in C.D. Lamb and of course Tony Pollard's going to get his chance now uh, to really uh, uh, get more touches and uh, be uh, even more dynamic. I mean he's obviously been a guy who when he touches the ball does uh, big things and uh, makes big plays and Uh, He'll get more opportunities to do that, more touches, and, uh, you know, feel really good about this football
1: team. What's the biggest thing you've done to make sure Dak, I mean, the the interceptions, there's probably a lot of reasons for them. What do you think is the biggest thing you've done to address that that's going to help, you know, Maybe hopefully him go yeah. back
20: to what he did for most of his career. Well, I think Kellen Moore did a great job while he was here, but uh, you know the biggest thing is Mike is really uh, Mike McCarthy, coach uh, our head coach, uh, you know moving him into that play calling uh, mode, uh, along with uh, you know assistance from Schottenheimer. I know they've studied uh, every interception, every ball that could have been intercepted, and really uh, you know work through that with Dak and uh, you know what he can do differently. Uh, certainly, as we all know when you're a quarterback you never hear it out of his mouth but uh, sometimes those interceptions aren't always the quarterback's fault it could be miscommunication Uh, as I said he'd never say that but uh, uh, anyway I just think uh, between uh, coach McCarthy uh, you know in his new role as play caller now and coach Schottenheimer they've really I think done a great job of uh, pouring through all each and every play last year and uh, really want to do uh, some things there that uh, uh, will make this offense better and uh, certainly more efficient and uh, I think consequently uh, more productive.
16: You had, a high, you had a high scoring offense under Kellen Moore until you got to the 49ers in the playoffs the last two years. They eliminated you both times. I think mean, you scored a total of 30 points. How much of the changes you made offensively, including Mike calling the play, something he did for 13 years in Green Bay, how much of all of that was a, res- was a fallout from just not getting it done against a great 49ers defense in the postseason
20: you know I think if you continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect things to be different then uh, you know you're sticking your head in the sand a little bit and so uh, you know that's a, a big part of the change is to try to take the next step and uh, you know certainly uh, you know you, you mentioned uh, you know the uh, production against San Francisco one of the things you got to do to be productive is protect the ball and uh, you know we had some turnovers at some inopportune times against the 49ers Hats off to them. They got one of the best uh, defenses in the NFL as well. And, uh, you know, they had a hand in that. But uh, uh, we think we're certainly uh, uh, going to work right now uh, with ways that uh, uh, we can carry that production on through the playoffs and have the success we need to have uh, to win a championship. Does, does Mike
1: seem even maybe reinvigorated even at, at getting to go back to, to doing what he loved doing so many years? Do you sense that? even even almost a renewed energy with him related to that well there's no question and it entails
20: a lot of work Mike's a a, you know he's a big believer if you're gonna call it you got to install it and uh, certainly uh, you know that therein lies a whole lot of work once you get into installing the offense and installing what you need to do to be the play caller and uh, certainly you know we've had coaches here from Jason to Mike you know Mm -hmm. Jason transitioned from a play caller to uh, to a walk around Head coach uh, Mike's obviously called the plays as a head coach, and he's also walked around as a head coach. And as we all know in this league, it's done a lot of different ways. And you know, people people call the plays, and they give them up, then they take them back. So, you know, I think that's a natural uh, progression, especially when you're trying to uh, uh, take the next step. And hats off to Mike, uh, you know, in terms of uh, stepping up here and, and doing this. And uh, I think it'll pay dividends for us. Thank
16: you. You, you mentioned the trades, uh, somewhat uncharacteristic for veteran players like Stephon Gilmore at corner and Brandon Cooks at wide receiver. How much of that is a reflection of, like, you only make that move if you think you're going to contend? Yeah, I think, uh,
20: you know, one of the things about a trade, too, versus uh, signing a player in free agency, obviously have to give up resources and draft picks. Uh, but you can get some nice cap uh, situations uh, where the team has paid for, uh, you know, some, some of the signings signing bonuses and guarantees and, you know, you're in a situation where it can be, uh, you know, uh, you know, a resource, if you will, in terms of the cap situation. And both those cases, uh, uh, I think they were, but I-, I do agree with you. We're trying to find the right players, uh, you know, to add to this team that, you know, I think already a very solid football team, but to be able to add uh, a couple of guys is a big deal.
1: You know, it has to be weird. You talked about Tony Pollard. I mean, it has to be a little strange to look in that running back room after all these years with with Zeke. Now, what's that? What's What's that like right now? Because you're excited about Tony having the opportunity, but you you lose a tremendous leader and a guy who guys really look to.
20: What's yeah. that? What's that transition like right now? Well, it's hard. I mean, I think I mentioned at the opening press conference, we've had some great backs mm-hmm. uh, in this organization, yeah. uh, certainly two of the all-time greats in Dorsett and Smith, and certainly Zeke's right there with them in terms of, you know, obviously he was a high pick and uh, we were committed to him. And, uh, you know, he did nothing but run the ball and, and, and was productive. And as you said, you know, he's such a fierce competitor. Uh, he played through a lot of things, probably a lot of players wouldn't have. I mean, he just uh, played through injury. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you miss you miss that. And uh, certainly he sets the tone. And to not have him in there is a, a, a tough deal because of how much respect we do have for, for Z and all he's done for uh, our franchise and our organization.
16: There's there's a lot of talk in the NFL about the devaluation of running Mm -hmm. backs here, even despite the Zeke move, you've got Tony Pollard playing this year on the franchise tag for ten million dollars, um, and and Mike's talked about hey he wants to they ran the he ran the ball more last year than he ever has on a percentage basis by design forty five percent that's the most in his seventeen years as a head coach and he said he still wants to run the ball more he wants to be more efficient in that regard so given all of that why was having Tony Pollard play on the franchise tag the right move for
20: you? Yeah, I mean we we had negotiations with tony and we made offers on long-term deals and you know you you do that with guys who you you know when you franchise and we did the same thing the year before uh you know with our with the tight end position and schultz so uh you know you do everything you can to get a long-term deal if it doesn't work out that's why we do have the tag it was collectively bargained and uh you know, it doesn't just affect running backs. It affects tight ends. It affects quarterbacks. It can have, you know, Dak played under a tag. So, uh, you know, we've had nothing but uh, the old respect for running backs, where we've drafted them, how we've paid them. Uh, you know, I I just know how we feel. I can't speak for 31 others. I know how we feel about the running back position. And uh, certainly, uh, as you said, we're, we're paying a lot of money for another running back this year.
16: So the other day, talking briefly, about the guy who's not here, Zach Martin. Mike's Mike said his priorities on offense are make sure Dak stays healthy and plays every game, improve the pass protection, uh, run the football efficiently. All of those things are easier to achieve if Zach Martin is playing right guard and he's holding out of camp right now. Dak said pay the man. Why is it not that easy?
20: <laughs> well, I always love uh, how uh, players, and they, as they should, take up for one another. And uh, certainly that's the, the natural uh, way things should be and uh, we understand that but uh, you know there's when you're running a business there's a lot of things that go uh, into that uh, certainly uh, Zach's under contract but no one respects Zach Martin more than the, uh, Joneses uh, what he's done I mean he's everything you want when you pick a player in the first round uh, he's represented everything from doing things always doing things the right way being a great soldier being a great teammate uh, you know he's, he's as good as they get and I uh, I'm sure he's gonna find his proper place in the Hall of Fame. and uh, But we're just nothing but Zach Martin fans, but obviously not gonna get into any type of mm-hmm. details in terms of uh, uh, the business.
16: If you if you held out, I'm pretty confident Dak would say the same thing to Jerry. He would deliver <laughs> the same message publicly. Hey, the man. He would be really worried about me, I can assure you. He's worried
20: about those guys yeah. as, he as he as should, he should be. be.
1: I mean, in some ways, though, if you have to have a holdout, this is the guy to have a holdout because he's a veteran. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't need work, mm-hmm. but you probably do trust that he could come in here and be ready to go even at the last minute. I, I think Zach's been around the block
20: for sure. <laughs> and uh, and we all see what happens. Uh, you know, it's just the nature of our game. But you look around the league and, you know, these players, even in an acclamation time frame, uh, players get hurt. And, uh, you know, I read around, saw in seen where hurt his his calf obviously we had Dono hurt his calf here and jalen ramsey. Uh, ramsey so uh you know this is a, a long long uh, preseason yeah uh, that we're getting ready to go through right here and uh we can get a lot accomplished and uh get you know at the end of the day these camps are more for the for the young guys and uh, getting them reps and uh seeing who can step up and help us and uh we'll get to see a, a lot of that over the next month and uh Look forward to it.
16: We probably ought to let you address the success the front office had out here in getting a deal done with Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, his average is now the fifth highest in the NFL at his position. Right. He obviously leads the NFL in interceptions since he came into the NFL. with 17 in that time period. What's the significance of getting that deal done, and how does it affect the C.D. Lamb negotiations, the, uh, the Terrence Steele negotiations, and ultimately Micah Parsons in 2024?
20: They all—it's ongoing. I mean, that's just the nature of our game. Uh, you like to uh, have these situations. That means you're drafting well. Uh, when you got a Diggs, when you got a C.D. Lamb, when you got the Steels of the world, it was a college free agent, but uh, still a, a really playing well for us. Uh, certainly you got uh, one of our better picks uh, ever in terms of uh, uh, Micah Parsons that'll be coming up. So all of these things are things that we have to work into when we're trying to figure out our overall salary cap. And yeah. we know that... Uh, 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 You know, we're going to continue to have pressure uh, on our cap. Uh, You know, believe it or not, we did a shorter-term deal with Dak, and Dak will be up here right around the corner. So, uh, you know, that's just part of our business. Uh, You're always looking to, uh, you know, do things that make a lot of sense for the team and for the player, and certainly that's what we did with Diggs, and we'd certainly love to do the same thing with a guy like C.D. Uh, We certainly want him around here long-term, and then, uh, you know, you just see where it goes from there and, you know, what the cap situation you know, be like and
1: work off that. You get heartburn when you see Herbert, Burrow, you know, some of these, they just, it's not going down, is it? No, that's a good thing, because that
20: means the NFL business okay, is doing good, okay. because the, the players participate <laughs> in the success uh, of the league revenue, so uh, if the le- league revenues aren't going up, that's not a good thing for anybody, mm-hmm. and but that, if but they are at, going up, then the cap goes up. Dak at $40
16: million and, is like uh, ninth uh, in the NFL uh, now, <laughs> so
1: it's hard to believe that, but that's right. Team-friendly deal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm... Uh, and by the way, sorry we chose the loudest spot on campus to do this podcast interview. It's, a staging, it's a staging area. For, he focuses through it pretty well. Oh, he really does. You know, you and I are both like, can
16: we, is there anything we can do? Yeah. We're shushing the Salvation Army. I know, I know. The cadets <laughs> Not are com- sure That's right. Um, yeah. You know.
1: Okay. Okay. okay last ahead. thing, uh, Stephen, for you. I, I did want to ask you about Mozzie Smith, something you, uh, you know, we've we talked about him uh, uh, he talked about what he could do, you know, uh, stopping the run. I mean, as you finally kind of gotten to be around him, see him in this environment, and everything. Is not it kind in pads. Of, not in pads yet till <laughs> Which Monday. Which is the most
20: important. So, yeah, <laughs> you but, don't play in grades. But, but
1: so far, is it kind of confirming what you thought? Like, what yeah. is, is this a guy you kind of ease in, or is this a guy? Hey, we need you to we need you to day one be ready to roll here up no. front. You hope your first rounders are plug yeah. and place. Yeah, and uh, certainly
20: he's demonstrated <laughs> what we knew about him. Uh, you know, he's a very very uniquely strong, rare strong strength uh, in terms of uh, his uh, ability in there. Now, as as Ed so rightfully mentioned, until we see him in pads, you you don't really know for sure. But uh, we got to see him in a lot of pads uh, and pads at Michigan and uh, against great competition. So I don't think there's going to be any surprises there. I think he's going to be a guy. He's a huge help uh, to Dan Quinn and what we need to be on defense right away. Uh, I know Dan's already got. Some good packages with him. you know him and Hankins uh, together in terms of uh, you know really shoring up. Not
16: that we were bad, but we can be better yeah. in, the, in the run game. Hey, I think you probably don't get enough credit from the media for back-to-back 12 win seasons and just how stacked this roster yeah. really is with talent mean you look around. Uh, so I guess all you need now is to just win in the playoffs like you used to do when you first started. That's it. But we
20: got to take care of business from the start. And uh, you got to get there first. And uh, as you said, I mean, we've been fortunate that we have been able to, uh, you know, be consistent the last couple of years in terms of, you know, winning during the regular season, taking care of of our business and putting ourselves in a position uh, to have success. We just we will, when the time comes, uh, have to take that next step.
16: Like Mike McCarthy said, you can't knock the door down if you're not on the front porch. That's it. You've so. been on the front porch. you know, talking to Troy Aikman the other day, uh, he, he made the point that, hey, you know, Dax had really good teams every year he's been here, but in Troy's opinion, this is the best team that he's had. Mm. So.
20: I, I, we feel really uh, good the same way, and uh, we just got to get out there and uh, work to get better uh, each and every day. Day, one step at a time, and uh, good things will happen to this football team.
1: Appreciate the time same. Yeah, Stephen, those. we do. And uh, yeah, does it throw you off when Ed compliments you like that? Yes, Is that almost. When the media does, period. That's when you.
0: <laughs> 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 well, you ask her
1: a, a bunch target. of
16: ball-busting questions. <laughs> from the, uh, coming we, off two 12-win seasons. I it know. only seems fair to acknowledge right. that there has been yeah. some success. Like most people talk about your playoff failure, but I mean, last year you did make progress. You won your first playoff game under Mike McCarthy. You won the on Go- the road against Tom Brady. You hadn't won a playoff game on the road since the championship game in 95. So, I mean, that is progress. It's not ultimately what you want to achieve. It's not it's our progress. ultimate yeah. goal. But yeah. we
20: are making progress. Yeah. Now we need to continue and hopefully a bigger step this time. <laughs> that
1: sir. is Stephen Jones on the thanks, Doomsday, thanks. Doomsday Podcast.
3: Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central
9: Texas. My house has
3: Listen to The Matt Mosley Show online at SyntaxSportsFan.com.
5: Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubble gum flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the foundation doctor and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at ineedthedoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
3: It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: What well, is the dismount? And, uh... Boy, it's been fun. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of this one. And we are now back to uh, three hours every afternoon, three to six, John Morris Show, two o'clock, the press box at noon. And um, I did want to say the, uh, uh, man, they added on that chart out at uh, Alan Samuels, uh, just recently, they added a, th- a total of 3000 now uh, as we in- get ready to end the month. This Charger X- SXT also have last call a 2023 Dodge Challenger red Eye Demon on the showroom floor. Has 797 horsepower. Yikes. And um, got some, like, collector's edition cars also. Um, one of like one of 500 last called Dodge Chrysler Swinger models several different models in both Charger and Challengers out there at Allen Samuels way to go Ted Teague way to do everybody out there at Allen Samuels get out there and take advantage of some amazing deals we talked about a lot of them when we were out in California tremendous work by Allen Samuels it's been fun to be with you for three hours this afternoon We'll do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock, straight up. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of this. Good night, everybody.
3: It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Iowa State.